0: Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast, a gaming podcast by any other name, but it is called the Super Show. Joining me today is Alex Jones, and hey, guess what? Jonesy and I, we pooped him up, we reconstituted him, molded him
1: in his previous image, none other than Jamie is gracing us today. (sighs) Do you know what? It wasn't the most pleasant of experiences. There's other ways I would have rather returned to the fold, but here we are. You know what? You have to play with the hand you're dealt, right? Yeah, how did it feel to be uh, munched on, eaten in a non-sexual way? You know what? <laughs> That's the thing. I'm glad you brought up the sexual element because some people have a fetish, don't <laughs> they? Where they want to get eaten. Yeah, and yeah. then some people yes. have a fetish where they want to get eaten whole. Like they just want a giant thing to swallow. Vore? Them. Vore. There you go. Vore? Yeah. Um, I, yeah I just oh, had please. to check his yeah. uh, search history quickly. No. I Anyone who's
2: watching either. this, go check out
1: Vore videos. No. Oh, come online, on. No. So we are not recommending Vore in <laughs> so many places. so strange. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back. I did not get eaten by these two men out of some kind of like sexual fantasy <laughs> or sexual desire. Um, that said, it did feel good. And ah. I, I would do it again.
0: Nice. 10 out of 10,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've got to say, Chris, I did listen to last week's episode and I fully vouch for your idea, idea to bring Army Hammer in. If he wants to get involved, have a little <laughs> nibble, he's more than welcome. I hear he's a. Uh, his schedule's a little bit freer than it was. Yeah, a he's months looking, ago, for so, <laughs> looking
3: for work. Looking
1: for work. He can come on board the Super Show. I think that would be cool dude. Support. Like obviously it's problematic
0: on a number of ways, but how fucking cool having a can- a, a Hollywood cannibal on no, our Chris,
1: podcast. No Chris, you're missing the big idea here. Known cannibals. The first known
0: cannibals. No, no. We no. no, remember a on? Who's a remember cannibal? we've got the umbrella term for it now. Easy targets. <laughs> is that the umbrella I don't Easy remember
1: that. Wow.
3: Well,
2: I like yeah. the idea of having a podcast we just called Cancelled and we have everyone on like whoever's been cancelled that week we have on. Oh. Alex that's actually, Jones, that is a fire
1: is suggestion. If you had a YouTube channel with like millions of subscribers, I'd tell you to do that. Yeah. Um as <laughs> Yeah, is, like if you didn't if you didn't have to 6, worry about Yeah, if yeah. you don't have to worry about being demonetized or fucking hate-crimed or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will say though before we move on from talking about last week's episode, which I thought you guys did a great job by the way. Um Thank you. The slowest um, news week of the year. (laughs) I was going to say, I, I, do, um, I do actually have some notes. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Here mm. Let's hear it. Uh, these are Cliff Notes. Uh, yeah, and if anyone wants to open show. up the last week's episode, another tab maybe just run it alongside these notes.
0: Yeah, so, so you got and, the time um,
1: codes. I'm going to start with time code 0009. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I do, the only note, in fact, the only bit of feedback I'll give, and I'll direct it at Jonesy, Rage 2 never has been, isn't, <laughs> and never will be, a good game. It is fun.
2: Wow. It's a fun time. And, and what, about, what
1: about calling uh, Temple of Doom the best
0: uh,
1: Indiana Jones film? Mental. It is the um, best Indiana Jones <laughs> film. Um, go, on. I'm, go on. I might get in trouble if I allow. my history with Indiana Jones.
2: It isn't Raiders of the Lost Ark at all. Temple is definitely better than Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: Mate,
0: Raiders. Okay. Jamie probably likes Crystal Last Lost Crusade and then Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom's fun, don't get me wrong. Like They're all
1: five-star films, but that's the ranking.
2: You are... <sighs> You are outrageous.
1: It's not so much that I like Crystal Skull Jonesy, it's the fact that the Crystal Skull (laughs) one is the only one I've seen. Wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you shitting me? No,
3: that's madness. Genuine.
0: Oh, Jamie, you scumbag. Okay, look, we're a gaming podcast, okay? Scumbags aside. (laughs) Oh,
1: God, I'm I'm shook actually right now. I I can't believe this. This is life now, this is reality. I'm done. I'm done, I'm walking away. Well you can't you gotta ho- gotta host it. We gotta you know take things over. We've got a lot to cover this week. Ah, for fuck's sake! Yeah, we do. Thank goodness it has not been a
0: slow news week. Uh so let's get into it. But before we do, just letting everybody know that if you're watching on YouTube, we're available on a podcasting platform of your choice. And if you're what if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, I don't know, fucking Audible Podcasts and Deezer and Stitcher and all of that shit. Day- daisy chain ding dongs. Uh mm. there we are available on YouTube. So, you know, if you want to see our gorgeous mugs, see what Jamie looks like as a reconstituted turd, then uh head on over. You know, that's a...
1: <laughs> turns out not that different to before, so make of that what you will.
0: There we go. Uh worth mentioning we are, are also on Paisley Radio, which is an internet radio, paisleyradio.com. So, podcast goes up on Fridays, the following Thursday ten p.m. we're on Paisley Radio and it is repeated on Paisley Radio. The following week on the Monday, so that hey, three weeks of the same content can't go wrong. Oh yeah, right now, fellas, there's a, as Jamie mentioned, there's a lot to cover this week. But I thought we'd start off with uh something juicy, you know, before we get into the Avengers news and some Steam bands, and hey, even surprise, surprise, some cyberpunk stories. I've got news of a delay. Oh, and, surprise, uh, surprise. Yeah, exactly. To to no one's surprise, probably. But this one's a little bit interesting. Gotham Knights has officially been delayed to 2022. Now, the reason I say it's interesting is because I fucking completely forgot that it was meant to come out this year. Yeah. And, I
2: think I want to say that when they originally announced it was coming out in 2021, we all said, like, no way.
0: But then again, they did have
1: that gameplay footage. It didn't, yeah. it, it didn't look like super polished, but it looked good enough to me. That- that was that was actually one of the reasons why I thought 2021 was plausible. That and the fact that they announced it alongside the announcement of the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, which was Fox 2022. Right, yeah. And you kind of thought that, yeah, if they were going to want to punch this, then Gotham Knights is surely going to be pretty close to being ready, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But Apparently they, not.
1: <laughs> you know, obviously
0: COVID and the delays, etc. And... I'd say maybe it's 20% of the reason why they delayed it to 2022. And I'd say maybe the other 80% is exactly what happened
1: to Cyberpunk. <laughs> they're just, they're... Well, I was, I was going to say, how about we go one step further than what happened to Cyberpunk and just say Cyberpunk in general? How many people are scared right now? How many oh people God. don't want to be the next Cyberpunk? I, I recommend well, them... literally every AAA title.
2: But for them, it's worse as well, right? Because it's not only cyberpunk; it's also Marvel of Marvel's Avengers. So they've they've got that to look at and to say, "Wow, we need to make sure." Uh, it worried me to make me think that their game probably looked a lot more like Marvel's Avengers than we'd <laughs> like to yeah. imagine.
0: Yeah, kind yeah, of. It it is kind of strange, but yeah. So Gotham Knights pushed to twenty twenty two. It potentially um, disappointing to a few people, but. I, I don't know man like especially after the cyberpunk thing i think you know what delay 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 fucking have the have this game come out on my fucking deathbed in 2032 <laughs> for all i fucking care just as long as it's a, it's polished and good and doesn't have bugs and shit like i'm getting tired of this fellas i want i want good shit all right i want good nice polished <sighs> shit there we go Polished yeah. turds this is the shit episode I've, I've
2: realized I, I kind of think really. this is going to get worse um, all this sort of delay stuff and this needing games needing polishes because reality is games are getting much much bigger they still want to be able to turn a profit and I think it's getting harder and harder and it seems like it seems like it's getting worse it doesn't seem like it's getting better and yeah. delays don't even seem to save it if um, you want to look at like the games <sighs> that have been delayed and then come out in the last sort of year or a couple of years or so
0: Unfortunately. this is true Fellas, yeah. I'm 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 worried for my Starfield not coming out this year.
1: <laughs> well, do you know what? It, it's I genuinely think it's going to be a make or break kind of three months or so because we're about basically in April now, right? And yeah. there are well, so many not, games. Not basically, we we are in April. No, uh, it's the 25th of March right now. Not uh, in
0: April. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready there. You're sorry,
1: yeah, future <laughs> Chris. He's ahead of the game, ahead of time. Ahead, um, uh,
0: Jamie, Jamie, let me stop you right there. Okay, just a, a little interjection. Have you seen Time Cop? No. Okay. Carry
1: on. What Great movie have I seen? In. I've seen Time Travel. I've seen uh, Back to the Future back 1. Back to the Future. So you're, you went back. Have you not know, even seen
2: 2? Fu- no. Because in Back to the Future 1, he goes to the past.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm spitballing here. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> Chris is from the future. If you can go f- back, you might as well go forward. Well, Chris I, is, is, yeah, but Chris went back to the future. That's the name of the film. So he went. Yeah, you go, went, you go
0: back, and then after you go back, you go back to the future, which is present. Right, yeah, Yeah.
1: because time is—they say time is a circle, right? So if you go back far, yeah, they absolutely (laughs) no one one says that. Jonesy, I've read a lot of fucking Wikipedia articles, my friend. (laughs) Sit yourself down. They say time is a circle, so if you go back far enough, it's like running. It's like the globe. Eventually, you dig enough, you get to China. So if Chris goes back far enough in time. He Will get to the, the back to, to the future, the, the future, it's, hence it's the so name true. of the film. And that's what Doc Brown is, is all about. He says, Marty, <laughs> you drive the car fast enough, you do a lap of the world, you're gonna end up in the going back to the future. But even car disappears, <laughs> was it, it, was it? he can't disappear. He ends up in a barn and he fucks his mum. Was it I didn't have the sound on, but and you know,
2: that is what happened. But was it Superman 2 where Superman flies around the world backwards, oh. and spins the world backwards, it goes back in time, yeah. And then he speeds it forward again to hey, so Jonesy. Are you back, making right? fun
0: of the science? The science is sound. I don't. know what Oh, you're that
2: doing. dude! That is the, one of the most the scientifically amazing things I've ever are seen.
1: You, are you trying to a shit on Zack Snyder? Because I'll have you know that's <laughs> the same tactic the Flash uses to deliver an urgent warning to Bruce Wayne and Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I won't, uh, I won't, uh, yeah, but yeah, any ca- Snyder sorry. slander thrown around. Oh, I still have to watch the Snyder Cut. It's it's still in my to-do list but god so, Jamie you were saying something what, what were you I was you gonna say
1: that like Chris actually you made a weirdly good point when you said that you almost forgot that Gotham Knights was still around was still a thing yeah. because it's been a while since we've seen some of these games we're now approaching the summer where anything that's even halfway hopeful of a 2021 Christmas 2021 release has to kind of rear its head again right this summer totally, these yeah. games have to return they have to come with trailers they have to come with gameplay and say hey this thing is actually real. It's not vaporware. And it's yeah. weird because even things that should have been out by now, like Far Cry was meant to be out by now <laughs> in some world. And we still we haven't even seen that game running. Like
0: yeah. weird shit is happening. Or what about the, the kind of trend where it's like, oh, the single player campaign will release, but then the multiplayer campaign will release oh. at, at an undisclosed time?
3: Yeah, that's great.
2: that's just that's just not finishing a game and releasing half a game. That's what I said. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's but crazy. they think, they keep coming up with these marketing ways to spin it to make us believe that this is just how things work now. Yeah. It's like you go to McDonald's and you say you like buy a Big Mac meal. They give you the fries and you go and sit down and go, sorry, I haven't got my burger. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll bring it in ten minutes, mate. You're like, <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's not how this works. You eat that and then you come up and you pay more money and then we bring more food. <laughs>
0: True. It, it sucks. It, guys, I, I'm genuinely worried about Starfield. But anyway, I think I think if we get to say end of July, it will probably know the quantity of what's coming out for the rest of the year, right? More or less. Like think give, the, or um, take, yeah. give or take. Yeah.
2: In that season, if we're not seeing trailers for stuff, I think it's a pretty safe bet that they're not coming out.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. release trailer kind of thing. But but on the on yeah. the Gotham Knights thing and, and the the Suicide Squad, like how fucking... Met, that that feels like that was like four years ago.
1: That's lockdown, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the lockdown effect. Yeah, because when, when actually was that Warner Brothers stuff? It was last year, wasn't it? Last year, yeah. Do exactly you guys remember could, what month could, it was? The fandom. The, fandom. Fan, the
2: fandom. The fandom.
1: Yeah, it was the DC fandom. Where Jonesy oh. and I got stuck on the belfry. <laughs> You're stuck <laughs> on the belfry. And Jonesy <laughs> became the only person on planet Earth to not like the trailer for the Batman.
2: <laughs> oh hold on! It was it was December.
1: What? No, no, it was August. August. Sorry, it wasn't. It was August. I was about to say like fucking hell. I was what say, say what's happened? Because December, December was when Wonder Woman actually came out, and they were still trying to hype up Wonder Woman during yeah, the that's fandom. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was
2: August. Yeah, wow. August twenty second. Um, yeah, that was the, that was the fandom. Yeah.
1: But uh, interesting.
0: Uh, interestingly enough, fellas, our old pal Jason Schreier has got. Uh, well, he's put some fuel to the fire uh, and some urine to the tramp. That is mm. the idea that games are going to keep on getting delayed, and 2021 is not going to be a great year for gaming.
1: Yeah, when uh, when he tweeted this news out, he actually did it in, I think they're called a quote tweet, where like you take Ooh. another tweet and you <laughs> tweet on top of it. It's like a... It's, it's co- a quote, quote retweet. I'll have you know. There we go. I'm glad we've got a social media expert in our midst. Um,
2: he <laughs> quotes like it's like your nan is trying to talk about something.
1: Yeah, Jonesy. I'm very techno technological. <laughs> to Te- I'm, I'm very technoever. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm new tech. In Espanol. Um, He uh, quote retweeted...
3: (laughs) um, Sorry.
1: He quote retweeted the uh, announcement that Hogwarts Legacy was getting delayed. And I think that was back in January. And he said something like, get ready for more delays. And although we had to wait till March for the next significant one to happen, it seems like he's trying to keep with the shtick of, hey, big games are going to get shifted out. Of 2021, so yeah, man.
0: It, I, I think your maybe your maybe your annual franchises are going to be relatively safe bastions. um You know, I, I don't foresee Activision delaying COD, <laughs> regardless of what fucking no. state it's in, <laughs> because the, it makes no sense the because COD, people the, are going to yeah.
1: buy it regardless. So the COD and the COD leaks for what it's worth, I didn't include them in our sort of topics for discussion because yeah. I don't think people care that much. But the COD leaks have started for this year. Of course they have, because we know what yeah. the news cycle is like. We've been through enough cods to know what what, oh, yeah. what happens.
0: It's much. Yeah. So, some fucking some basketball player or NFL player is going <laughs> to wear a hat with a
1: fucking logo on it in one of his interviews, and he's like, "Oh yep.
0: shit, there it is." Some yeah. YouTube
1: channel are going to get on a conference call and get told about <laughs> what the game's going to be. Oh, before the game radically changes to something else entirely. Exactly. We've, you know, it's a tale as old
0: as time, really, but. <laughs> Uh on that, I'm really looking forward to Infinite Warfare 2. Wow.
2: Do you know what? Infinite <laughs> Warfare was that was a damn good time. I enjoyed that yeah. Yeah.
1: Infinite Warfare was a good time. Um mm. well, interesting. interesting. I'd, yeah, I'll tell you yeah. We'll <sighs> talk better <about it> afterwards. <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. All
0: right. Well, uh let's let's hit jump into a comments of the week then, shall we? Yeah. Uh, and this is an interesting one. It's it's topical, all right, for the moment. And it comes from Ginger Lou, And this was how could you eat Jamie? We never got the stretch. <laughs> we never got the stretch goal of the body pillow. Great podcast as always, even with the man down.
3: Jamie I have
2: a question about the re... about Jamie being eaten and reconstituted. Because is yeah. it still Jamie? It's like the teleporter question, right? If you ah, get teleported right. and you get destroyed over here and recreated over there, I could even say yeah. that recreated over there. Are you still technically the same person? Is this Jamie two yeah.
0: It's like the fools and horses uh, broom gag, isn't it? Where you replace yes. the head of a broom, and you replace the the stick of the broom. Is it still the same broom?
3: Exactly. It's your broom. In terms or, of a
1: possession and ownership, it's the same. But is it the same? Or the Italian food quandary, which ah. I'm sure you guys have seen, has taken the internet by storm. Which is, I'll, uh, I'll ask you, Jonesy. For example, if I took a uh, took uh, a pizza and t- put it on top of another pizza, how many pizzas do I have? Two pizzas. Exactly. But if I took a lasagna and put it top of another lasagna, (laughs) how many lasagnas do I have? One epic lasagna. There you go. See, this is the thing. (laughs) How (laughs) many lasagnas do I have? Here you go. It
2: depends. Because when you make a lasagna, you usually go like, some people go white sauce. I go cheese sauce. So I'm going mince pasta, cheese sauce, mince pasta, cheese sauce. But when I get to the top layer, then I'm dumping mm-hmm. a whole load of grated cheese on that mother. So if I've done ah, that twice yeah, and yeah. there's a layer of grated cheese in the middle, then technically <clears> I <throat> think I've got two lasagnas. But
0: what if you take that choice. lasagna, the first lasagna, you put it upside down. All ah. right, so, the, the, so the crusty cheese is on the bottom. And Ooh, then you put the other the lasagna on top. Well. So the crusty cheese yeah. is on the top.
1: And then you've got a uh, lasagna cheeseburger, basically. That just sounds see.
2: like that sounds like a really good time.
1: At this point, I'm just glad I framed my webcam the way I did so that Ginger Lou and the other people watching can't see the crusty layer of cheese that's actually right beneath the bottom of the frame. Wow. Okay. But you can see I'm just I'm just two I'm just two Jamie lasagnas inverted into each other. Two Jamie lasagnas. Um, but yeah, then what about that stretch
2: goal, boys? Body pillows. I don't see why we couldn't have done it anyway. If Jamie was dead, we could have just uh, done it in his honour
0: yeah in in truth the actual plan was if we didn't manage to reconstitute him because we took that those that feces my feces jonesy's feces we mushed them together uh some of i love the idea to... that
2: someone out there has never heard this podcast before is listening for the first time <laughs> and for the first half an hour we've been making a joke about something we said last week about <laughs> eating and shitting out jamie and squishing him back together
0: that's how you is, build community yeah. alex jones
3: you know if you, you, you like include this...
0: people in the joke You'll love our Discord. Yeah. Get but on. yeah, so, you know, so, so, some... <laughs>
1: wow.
3: It's a lot of... Yeah,
0: so
1: remember to check out the Vore channel.
0: <laughs> oh, God, why did you say that? I mean, you know they're going to request the Vore channel, and Jonesy's, of course, going to fucking oblige. But yes, I oblige. We re- the, the idea was that it, once we reconstituted you, Jamie, and moulded you into a poo golem, an excremental, as it were, <laughs> that uh, once we had finished the uh, goat sacrifice to bring you back to life, if that didn't work then your poo statue of a body would be a stretch goal.
1: Oh, wow. Like an individual could buy it? or the, Yes, you would like release do you want or? your own uh, Jamie Golem made of poo? Wow. And I guess these operate almost as kind of like mini voodoo dolls. Like they're just a small representation of me.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, if, I, if ever you wanted to... Uh, imbue yourself with the properties of Jamie, you could swallow a piece of the... um the No,
1: body. no, no. We're not going to condone that. We're not. <laughs> Let's go back to the body pillows, if anything. <laughs>
0: what is happening to this podcast? Hey, I, I told you, fellas, before we hit record, I wanted spicy.
2: This is spicy. This is just fucking weird. <laughs> this has just gone a whole
0: different It's direction. called scatological. I'll have you know. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. Uh, body pillow stretch goals. It's a bit of a joke. It's also... Something I would love would, have been cool would to love do a Jamie body pillow We could do it we could do I mean, it at one point but I think the, we got we got so much to do yeah. on our own before we even get to body pillows that
1: like <laughs> it's a little bit I I miss I missed the fucking podcast last week I can't even sit down to these things sometimes <laughs> let alone you know sculpt a perfectly distributed and even body pillow with my exact <laughs> measurements <laughs>
2: Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. though. If we did make a body pillow and you weren't available one week, Jamie, we could put the body pillow in your place. So you could just sit it in your chair. We could record it for the full length of time. Maybe. And it would be like you were there.
1: We what if we made it so the body pillow actually weighed the exact same amount as me we actually ended up getting lawsuits on yes. our hands because people just died. <laughs> like people, were, people just crushed to death. Smothered. They could, couldn't get out of it. They couldn't get up. Oh I gosh. had to fall asleep on somebody's arm and they genuinely couldn't get out. <laughs> And they couldn't wake me up. They had to put their fingers in my mouth to wake me up. Oh, your mouth. Okay. No. Okay, no. Do you know what?
2: This is is not true. Is this like an ex-girlfriend, I'm guessing? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this is some weird ex-girlfriend with a very strange fetish who was doing shit she shouldn't have done when you were asleep, and she came up with the worst excuse ever, which was that she was stuck under you and she couldn't get her arm out, so she had to force no,
1: her but hand I, 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 into I, your I, mouth. It wasn't it's not like I remember waking up and having a fist in my mouth, I <laughs> it? <laughs> I I have no recollection of the act itself. I was just told that's what had to be done. There are services that you can call.
2: After the Wist will give you a number. You can call them. She's obviously done some weird shit to you while you were asleep. (laughs) Oh, you
1: you should hear about the shit she did while I was awake. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And if you want to hear about that, the After Dark. No, the Full Frontal.
0: The Full Frontal. Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought up Full Frontal because that is our Patreon exclusive uh, (laughs) (laughs) podcast. It used to be called After Dark. Uh, And I think we're going to record the next one tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, fellas. Is that right? Sounds like
1: it at the moment.
0: Hell yeah. So if you would like to get on that, see our back catalog and get ready for when uh, the next episode airs, exclusive to Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. Check out our tiers for as little as $2. You can get access to our discord server where we are on constantly. Uh, $5 gets you the, blocked off content which is the full frontal or the after dark as well as uh i think there was like a couple of spoiler casts like our last of us part two spoiler cast is about three and a half hours long which we recorded last year (laughs) and we did it on the
1: hottest (laughs) day on the hottest (laughs) fucking day of the
3: year oh my god
0: um but yeah and then of course hey one of the perks you get your name called out in the podcast and i'm gonna read out some some names now fellas because these people they really kind of keep the lights on the the computers powered the webcams running the microphones kind of you know sound checked i'm kind of running out of steam here but you get the idea all right (laughs) they make the super show what it is today i am of course talking about aaron cameron athletic gravy shell shock hacksaw book read Jesper Camdahl-Nielsen, Chavela Cujo, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Piers, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, Zach underscore cream. That's right. I said the underscore this time. And Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and the Doodabites are our, our big boy patrons. They are the ones that kind of each week tickle my balls enough to give me the strength, fellas, that... Uh, to get out here and present for you fellas host it get Hell yeah. get shit done bring the spiciness so thank you one and all um you know if you are only contributing two dollars of course you have our eternal gratitude if you're just watching this listening to it liking subscribing leaving an algorithmic comment we appreciate it all I,
2: one of my favourite algorithmic, algorithmic comments at the <clears> moment, <throat> moment is people just commenting, this is for the algorithm, which is, yeah, uh, yeah. thank you for those, because
0: you, hey? you didn't need to do that, but thank you very much for doing it. It all yeah, helps. It fucking helps, for yeah. sure. <sighs> okay, guys, look, we're a gaming podcast. Might not seem it, but we are. Which means, really, that as gamers, we should be playing games. Am I right? You're right. I am right. Of course I'm right. Damn right I'm right. We don't, uh, so, but I'm we gonna... should be. <laughs> <laughs> While we try to fuck it up, so I want to hear what you guys have been playing. But before we do that, I'm going to mix it up and just tell you what I've been playing because I'm very oh. excited. This week that's gone by, I- I've had, I've had a good one this week. All right, because nice. I've been playing some Apex Legends. I've been getting some wins, which is uh, surprising, not because of me, but in spite of me. So,
1: you know, I've actually been watching some of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I've been streaming it on um, Twitch.tv forward slash Hot Panic. Uh, it, it, it's a fun time man I'm enjoying it so much more than I thought I would in comparison to Warzone like because I enjoyed Warzone right like I like Warzone but I just mm. I don't know maybe, maybe it's the time that I'm kind of like into it now after playing Titanfall on stream and the movements and what have you but Apex is really cool I'm really enjoying it Season 8 is cool they got some interesting changes to the formula I like it I like it a lot I've also been playing some Dota 2 getting back into it and the reason is fellas because the Dota anime is now available Oof. on Netflix. And oh, watched is it? The, yeah, it, it came out today. Um, I'm all over as, it. I've
2: already watched it. I've already watched the whole season. That's a fucking lie.
0: Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> uh, I've watched two episodes. Uh, it started at 7 a.m. Uh, GMT today, as the time of recording on Thursday. Uh, I will probably watch the rest of it before the weekend is out. Um, so far, so good. The animation is really cool. Uh, Story seems interesting. Uh, I don't know how much you'd get from it if you're not a Dota fan, but I don't think you need to be a Dota fan to kind of. It's just like a. It's a fantasy anime, right? With dragons and fucking and and fighting and shit. Fucking, you say? There is some fucking in it, yeah.
1: Anime titties?
0: Not explicit, not explicit. Um. Uh, Maybe. maybe, I don't know. I I haven't seen any yet in the two episodes. Uh, But yeah, so that's cool. So. An interesting thing is Dota notoriously does not kind of market itself. There's no ads for, hey, come play Dota, this, that, the other. They only really kind of market to themselves within the Dota client. So if you're a fan of Dota, you know what's going on. There's new patches, whatever. But they've, ne- they've never really tried to gain an additional audience by doing advertising. And this is, you could almost say that it's the first time that they're marketing the game to an outside Set of people and what better way to do it than Netflix so on the back of that they're hoping that hey people are going to watch it on Netflix and then they're going to go and try and play the game so on the back of that what valve have done is they have improved the new player experience as of today in the dota clients with a lot more tutorials a lot more kind of like newcomer friendly aspects to it so that's pretty cool it's about time as well because that game is fucking hard to pick up Jonesy knows.
2: I was just thinking. I'm not sure there's a lot they can do to make that more friendly. It's still going <laughs> to, at the end of the day, be what it is. So, I'd, well, Jonesy, I'll tell you what. This, this interesting.
0: Yeah, this could be an interesting thing for next week if you, if you are so inclined. If you try out the new tutorials that they've got on there and uh, what, whatever they've got to try and help newcomers, and then tell us <laughs> if it makes any difference to you.
2: I will. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll have a look because I've I played the <clears> tutorials <throat> before, so I know what there was there before. So I'd be yeah. interested to see what they've changed up and what what they've done differently
0: yeah i'm gonna to guess know. it
2: doesn't make that much of a difference <laughs>
0: yeah guess what a hard game is still a fucking hard game
3: yeah exactly
0: um but other than that we playing a little bit of loop hero in between you know things to do here and there it's it's become my hop in hop out game you know get in do a loop get out that's how it is uh but then yeah i in my documents i've just written here chips yeah, I, because, I just presume uh, that
1: you had a like chips for dinner one night this week, and you were very excited about it, which is why it's in all gaps for the next Well, chip, chips in
0: the non-Britishism of saying, "I'm talking about crisps." Yeah, because Jamie, you and I had a very interesting conversation yesterday <laughs> about crisps
2: because I've you're, been going. bringing gonna,
1: up, Wait, sorry. <laughs> I yes, mean to yes, we're bringing. You're this bringing
0: up, up yeah. your
2: crisps.
1: In the podcast.
2: Do you know what? I'm not that surprised because that WhatsApp group was going mad with Chris's (laughs) appreciation for his crisps that he was been (laughs) nibbling all week.
1: Probably the the most messages you've ever sent in a 10-minute period (laughs) all about crisps. This is true. Listen, I'm a a crisp fiend. I fucking love crisps. Or sorry. Chips. 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 Chups. Chups.
0: But yeah, it's because I went to the local co-op and they had a whole bunch of flavours and I... You know, (laughs) instead of getting the... You know the usual can we talk um...
2: about vor again? <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like boring, right? I, I guess if the chip's a little people. <laughs> um...
2: so, so what, what, what what
0: let let me go and I'll buy it. What flavors did you buy, Chris? I'll tell you what Alex Jones. I got myself, so instead of the usual Dorito's uh uh fucking chili heat wave, which I do like, that's a personal favorite of mine. uh I got Walker's max double crunch k f c zinger flavor. And those were pretty good. Those were pretty good. I also got Walker's Max Strong Hot Chicken Wing flavor. Now, that one, it's interesting. You, you eat it and the flavor you get is like the greasiness of a, uh, a corner chicken shop. You know, like not necessarily pleasant, but not unpleasant either. It's got its place in your palate. right "Mm, okay okay and then and then it kind of builds up a little bit of heat it wasn't so great it was it was average at best the kfc zinger one much better much better um but i've i was blown away and it's the reason why i feel i have to kind of bring up my chip obsession because i then tried the uh walker's max strong jalapeno and cheese flavor and let me tell you that shit is The B-O-M-B. The be-all and end-all. The Alpha and the Omega. My new favourite chip. All hail the fucking Walker's Max Strong Jalapeno and Cheese. If you're able to get it, go and fucking get it.
2: Those (laughs) names are getting ridiculous. Like, Jesus Christ. It's starting to sound like fighting games. Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. I can't can't wait for Walker's Max Strong Jalapeno and Cheese Alpha Turbo (laughs) EX Edition.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the, the interesting thing is just, to, you know, to put a cap on this uh, crisp talk that Walker's is not generally known as a good chip brand. It's almost like the everyman chip brand. It's they're the Lays, lowest, right? In yeah, kind of. But they're, kind, but they're worse than Lays. Like Lays in South Africa are really nice, like really good quality. I thought it was exactly. the
1: same thing. I think I thought Walker's was just a different name.
0: Dude, I the could same hold up. Brand, I, could, right? I could. I could hold up a normal Walker's crisp, and I could see through it. That's like ridiculous. Paper. I'd paint.
2: say Lay's and Walkers. I don't know if they're exactly the same. Like James, <clears throat> but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, they're if meant they to weren't. be the same.
0: They're meant I to be, be the same.
2: Right, because um, yeah, they they seem very similar. Yeah, but then also you're saying like they're they're not they're not that good. They're the everyman, but that's just because they're so popular, right? They're like the well, most popular crisp.
0: Yeah, they are. But what I'm saying is they're the lowest common denominator, right? Like. There are better crisps for the same amount of money. But if you want to so, play it safe. So, so prominent. Exactly. That's what it is. It, it's, it's kind of a familiarity. It's a safety thing. It's the common denominator. It's inoffensive. You're never going to be like, you'll be like, this is good.
2: Do you know what I uh, don't like? Crisps.
0: Wow. Well, well. You can put that out there. You know what I don't like? People that don't like crisps. Or, or so, chips, as you chips. call them. Listen, I think it's great. And I think you should all, everyone, get your hands on some of these jalapeno cheesy chips because they're fucking good.
2: I'm not a fan of the spicy crisp. I've got to be <sighs> honest. They're um, on, I love spicy that, that foods. Was, that was
0: my biggest concern
2: as well. Spicy crisps are not, uh, yeah. not where it's at for me. I don't like those chili heatwave Doritos. I, they, I think they're horrible.
1: Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, no, just, that, no, this is just crazy talk.
2: If you can, <laughs> if, you know, you can. Because can you get a rat? Is there a bag where you get like all th- you get the cheesy ones, the cool original, and you get the uh, the heat wave in one bag? Right, it's like a triple threat bag. Oh uh,
0: yeah, I think so. I think
2: that, like, Yeah. The, well, if I
1: get the chi- but like, like completely mixed. I think they do. They. I think there was an, an addition at one I think stage. There was an like addition. That, yeah. in but Never no, I'm, in I'm, my life. If I got the
2: chili heat wave, I'd like throw it away it
1: disgusting. Oh, I'd It's disgusting. It's the best flavor, dude. Absolute best Doritos flavor. I think they might have. I think they might have done done a roulette one. Where like every oh, like right. one in every ten Doritos was like ludicrously spicy. Oh yeah, like a ghost pepper one or something. And and they did occasionally these like blended ones where it was like one it was meant to be one spicy flavor and one cool flavor, so it'd be like half chili and half guacamole or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah I remember right. Those. right. These yeah. now we're just going. We've gone. We've gone crisp crazy. Crisp. <laughs> Listen, crazy.
0: The, the Crispy King is here. Okay, we're doing we're doing the Crisp podcast next week. So <laughs> King. You know,
1: <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, Chris answers the phone ev- without fail by saying, Chris speaking. But it just sounds like Crispy King. So Crispy King. Crispy King. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hello, Chris Speaking. That's what I've been playing. Sure, it's interesting how long it's been since I'd heard that. Like, uh, it, 18 well, years
0: Because you don't, you're not around when my phone rings for me to answer
1: it. So, How if... do you know? Oh, shit.
2: Or J- Jamie could just call you to hear it then he'd get to hear you say it. Oh, but to call, it, I'll from call you a private I'll, number. I'll, I'll call oh, you right I, now. He'd have to withhold his
1: number. So, no, I'm joking. I'm not going
0: to call you. But yeah, hey, hopefully, soon, fellas, we do some hot wings, some uh, non-chip hot wings, some real-life hot wings, IRL, mm. in the flesh, see each other, you know? That'll be good. But anyway, yes, that's what I've been playing. Nothing overly interesting. Known quantities. Apex, Dota, Loop Hero.
1: Been watching Dota Dragon's Blood, been eating lots of crisps. What have you guys been up to? Um. I will I'll jump in, I guess, and say that um I made a bit of a mistake in the past two weeks, similar so oh. to the mistake I made before, which is that do you know, remember how I uh played Simara 3D World and Sackboy a big adventure kind of at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And probably fell off both of them twice as fast as I would have otherwise as a <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can see I can, that, yeah. I kinda of did that again uh this week with uh, two uh, open world action games that are admittedly, though, completely different. And if okay. anything, how different they are is kind of the reason why I'm talking about them both. Um, one of them I, I want to I shout out to Red Dead Redemption 2, which I picked up on PC. Uh, oh, was,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: played on you, PS4 you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And the reason I wanted to go back to it was not to play the story again or anything like that. Uh, I'm kind of not over that story, but I've seen it, I've experienced it. I don't yeah. need that in my life again. It was because I was watching someone stream it, and they were just hunting and just like wandering around i was like actually i want to do that i want the the laid back slow west red dead redemption 2 lockdown
2: experience. has put you to a point where you just want to be in the in the outside just kind of understandable mate i totally understandable. the, the weird th-
1: well the weird thing about red dead redemption 2 right and i get like not everyone feels this way about it and it's flawed in that sense but i'm one of those weirdos that i follow the pace that it sets If it wants me to walk, I'm happy to walk. If it wants me to see every single skinning animation, I'll sit there. I don't mash a button to try and make it go faster in the hope that one day it will actually happen, like checking the fridge over and over again, hoping food will appear. You can't skip those animations. You have to live with them, and I kind of do. Um, And I like that pace when I'm in the mood for it, and I was just in the mood for it. So it turns out that's still a... well, I've got. To, well, no, I've got to be careful what I say because some people are going to ridicule me when I say shit like this. <laughs> but I think, in the wake of games like, hey, fuck it, Cyberpunk, yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two for a game that's over two years old now, and more specifically, Red Dead Redemption 2's open world is a marvel. It is. I I I I still am consistently stunned by what it looks like and the entertainment and the joy it provides me. Ooh. Um, the joy look at this guy yeah no i, no, that, I, think, that's, that's I think there's something yeah, very sure. special about that game uh beyond a lot of the things that a fair amount of people don't like and that's completely justified there are some things i don't yeah. like about it either some things they need to change rockstar um but yes uh the reason that red dead Redemption 2 was kind of relevant as well was because it completely contrasted with the fact that i've been playing some watchdogs legion <laughs> um which <laughs> great game. Was, yeah, well, you, I say great
2: game. Enjoyable game. Let's go. Wow.
0: Okay. I, I don't remember did you had you played it before or first time? First time completely wow, fresh. Okay, yeah. I thought
1: okay, yeah. Go I on, I'm
2: I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued. What did what, you think? Yeah, what, what's the, the Jamie
1: take on Watch Dogs Legion? <laughs> I don't remember when you came down on this Jonesy when you played it last year. But I remember there was some conversation when the game came out of like what is the tone of this game meant to be? Because some of the cutscenes and story elements and themes were quite dramatic and dark and heavy-handed, whereas some of the gameplay elements and moment-to-moment writing and occasional character appearances seemed very jovial and light-hearted in a way that some people thought clashed. Right? Like, I don't yeah, remember. Th- they you, what they did. How are you feeling about
2: that? <clears throat> I actually came down on the side that I think that they did a really good job of injecting some light-heartedness and humour because otherwise I mean you said it was quite a se- it, you know can be quite a serious game it is insanely dark if you if they didn't add in the humour it is a downright like it's, it's yeah. mentally brutal some of the things you deal with in that game are like um uh, poor people being harvested for their organs. You deal with like uh, the police state torturing individuals and it would be a horrible, horrible, brutal experience if it wasn't for kind of how ludicrous some of the characters and some of the situations and some of the, just everything else in that game is.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And then I played it. <laughs> um... <laughs> and this well, game... hold on, but Before you get into it, I think it's worth
0: uh, reminding- the listeners that you you really liked um watchdogs 2
1: yes i did actually yeah yeah so um, you know
0: like the, you did there is a precedent there for you to kind of yeah Look, go in and be I, like I, I, yeah I, this is my I, shit I,
1: I, I'm, pre- I'm prepping this like, to be like some fucking shit show where I'm going to shit all over it no, I'm no, actually no, no. having a good time playing Watch Dogs Legion, I just think it is goofy as fuck, I think it's the dumbest yeah. fucking game that maybe <laughs> ever made um, where like the first 15-20 minutes, the tutorial, you're basically playing as James Bond storming the Houses of Parliament trying to prevent bombs going off, he gets, spoiler alert very dramatically killed on the roof of the Houses of Parliament, at which point Sec, the hacker group, get framed as kind of like a terrorist organization that caused the biggest terrorist attack in the history of Europe, probably, if, you're, if we're being <laughs> honest. They never say the actual, like, death statistics, but yeah. based on what they blew up and when, you have to imagine, pretty catastrophic. Um, and you have to lead the revolution and convince people that actually this hacker group weren't responsible and the good guys. I started off doing so by recruiting my, the first member of the new version of DedSec, a 53-year-old Eastern European football hooligan, and I picked him solely because he had a wrench <laughs> that he whacked people with. So all of a sudden, this, like... Oh, and he's it's got, it's got some weird backstory where he might be an illegal immigrant, but his employees are holding his, like his uh, fucking immigration papers or something like that. So DedSec help him. And then all of a sudden I'm in some underground lair in a pub and he immediately knows how to hack everything. (laughs) 53-year-old football hooligan. He's just going up to, like, some woman leaves him a voice message like, oh, go and restart Bagley, our super AI. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to pop off to the server farm and hold Triangle for three seconds. And then... (laughs) uh, Do you know... Do you remember how people described a phenomenon in GTA V where because there were three protagonists, they actually found that at times their gameplay behaviors mimicked those of the behaviors of the characters yeah. themselves. People I, I would switch that. to yeah. Trevor to go crazy. Yeah, I did. What I did that. Yeah, exactly. That's a kind of a weird thing that happens. So then the question gets asked, like what happens when you're playing someone with no identity, no personality? <laughs> and the answer for me was just, I just didn't care. So I was like driving along the pavement and killing hundreds of people. I was basically playing it as a Saints Row game. I was <laughs> right. like, uh, and then you've got this weird thing where there's, everyone's being profiled, including people who are already in dead sec. So go and check this football hooligans profile. And it's on the right-hand side. It's just like, kill this person, kill that person. It's like tracking every kill I have because every single person is a like <laughs> has a name and a personality and could be recruited. Second guy I get is also Eastern European. Sounds like Borat to such an extent that I recorded a clip of him talking because I couldn't believe it. And he wears and he wears high heels. Then it then it gave me a bunch of Saint Patrick's Day stuff like a bright green suit. So I changed him into a bright green suit. He can hack really quickly. Like
2: have you have you got to the point? Because I definitely got to a point where I kind of had cannon fodder and i had the players that i liked because i'm playing it with um i haven't actually finished yet i've got a little bit more to do i don't think i've got that much to do but um i've kind of got my cannon fodder uh members of my team um because people don't know i think i can't remember how many you can have how many is it like 20 people in your team or mm. something like that no um, i've only
1: got like f- uh, five or six at the moment
2: Okay. But um, yeah, I've got some people that I don't care about. I don't really like There's Like, I've got some soccer mum who's a bit of a, she's not very nice. So if ever I am do something where there's a risk of dying, because I've got permadeath on, I just send her in. And then if she dies, I use someone else oh, I don't I like. Because I've got like a, an assassin and a hitman and like a, a stunt woman that I really like. And so I keep those people... Um, I try and make keep make them safe so that they don't die
1: uh, uh, you know, so I don't, I don't have permadeath on so maybe I don't right. that's why I don't care about I was just experimenting with stuff like um, you have to recruit a construction worker as part of the story like fairly early on and I was like oh what happens if these guys fight so the construction workers, for what it's worth, also have wrenches. So as soon as he got recruited, the guy who recruited me, the Eastern European guy, the second one, the one who wears high heels, who sounds like Borat, was stood right next <laughs> to me. So I whacked him with my wrench and he ran away. And now every time I check his profile, it just says assaulted by, you know, Matt Smith or whatever it was. And it's in, it's in red text. And that's going to stay in his profile forever. So it's like I decreased his opinion of the rebellion group he works for because he went and const- like hired a construction worker to help him out and he whacked him over the head with a wrench <laughs> <laughs> seems fair enough I hacked a building on top of Buckingham Palace I keep putting up these like really cringy like we will not obey we're gonna fight posters up all over the over the wall I got a guy in my clan now who's like James Bond and I went to Chinatown and just shot everyone in the head <laughs> I Wow, okay. <laughs> Anyone who wondered when Saint Tro four was coming out, like I think it might have already happened and we just didn't realize it was called Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion. Jeez. There's a weird thing, is that one of the things that I found odd in Legion is um it gives you access
2: to the whole place as like a sandbox quite early on in the game. Like when because I thought it'd be quite a while before you could sort of hack drones that you can ride and go wherever you want. But it's quite early on, like and you can you yeah. can experience a lot of that um that London air it like map pretty pretty quickly but yeah it's it's like yeah. you said it's very wacky tied to some very serious subject matter which can feel a bit disjointed
1: yeah. i guess yeah that that's how i'd sum up everything i've tried to say really the voice <laughs> acting the, like... is the voice acting <laughs> voice is, acting is hilarious, hilarious. Oh, so if we were that... going to be like a little bit more critical I'd, I'd say like i think the writing and the voice acting is often like very bad yeah even for <laughs> ubisoft open world standards it's really very bad F- funny yeah. that
0: when i said look at all these trailers where they like, all right love you get, yes. you get the same <laughs> voice again except well. they
1: modulate it And it's like Oh well This guy's got to have A deeper voice <laughs> So we can modulate we have 10 voice actors modulated to 100 different performances. <laughs> but wow. then the problem
2: is you, you meet so many different people during the course of the game, you just keep bumping into the same voices and it was being a completely different person. So it can yeah, seem oh, that's quite weird. odd. Weird. Also yeah, very that's
1: strange weird. when you you get uh, like a a black uh, character who seems to have what, what sounds like an extremely white voice and you're like, was that a mistake? <laughs> or am I just like really bad at reading voices? Hearing voices? <laughs> I don't know. I, if I was going to be more like, talk about the game itself i think the gunplay is underwhelming i think the hacking is still fun in the same way it was in watch dogs 2 uh, taking a car and telling it to like drive into someone is the funniest thing you'll. Like, yeah, I was. I've been cackling playing this game at times, just driving, driving cars into
2: people, driving down the road and doing. Is it what's the film? Is it Evan Almighty or the other or the uh, Bruce Almighty, where you can drive down a road and you can just send oh, cars yeah, just, in front of you, left and right, to yeah. just get through traffic really quickly. That's like.
1: it's good, but then like a lot of the scenarios resolved, like can be resolved in similar ways. A lot of things of just like bouncing between cameras, priming traps, and then sending a spider bot in. Sometimes, if there's a vent system. The gunplay, I think, is underwhelming. And I think that's represented in, in the very limited amount of weapons and what you can do to the weapons. This is not a this is not a game that's really designed to be played as a third person shooter. Uh, I think the driving is a little bit uh a little bit too light and I yeah. sometimes end up like oversteering a lot and crashing into things and crashing into people and getting thrown from my motorbike. I think the city is sometimes too compressed and you lose the London feeling and everything feels like it's on top of itself. Um, (laughs) There's a lot I kind of don't like about that game in theory (laughs) to the point where when I first played it, I put it in, played it for like one or two hours and thought genuinely, should I stop now and just play (laughs) Mortals Phoenix Rising and come back to this in six months? Um, Yeah. I've ended up sticking with it, but. Uh, it's a weird beast. A weird I think beast. That, uh, but, it's very hey, repetitive.
2: I don't know if you've come into like too much of that, but a lot of the mission structures and the, oh, you've got to go here and do this. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, this is exactly yeah. the same mission sure, that I've you, done before.
0: Yeah. Didn't you have to like get rid of a car and- driving it off into the Thames or something like three or like four times, times. Yeah. it was a, yeah. um,
2: so the, this guy we're gonna get him by stealing his car and you steal it and then the person who comes over the phone and goes you know what I've got a great idea crash that car in the Thames and then you do it and I'm like okay that was quite fun and then about five minutes later just I think unlucky you being unlucky I did a mission type and it was like I've got a great idea let's crash his car into the Thames and I'm like mm, I've heard this one before
0: can you imagine if that was real life and you go, you go to the South Bank and you're like visiting the Thames. There's just all these cars just like fucking floating (laughs) about, bobbing.
2: (laughs) But it it, it happens when you you do end up just sort of going to... Uh like jamie said you you'll be priming sort of traps and going from camera to camera, but it often they'll be exactly the same mission structure so there'll be someone yeah. knelt down on the top floor of a building and you've got to go and free them and like Jay, or like jamie said they, the government have got your records, so you need to get your spider <laughs> in there and do whatever and it can get very samey, but no, i I had a fun with it. i thought it was a, I thought it was an enjoyable game Thanks.
1: i think it's I think it's enjoyable it's just
2: kind of stupid at the same time
1: yeah. And the the thing I'll give it props for is that hey, it's a Ubisoft open world game. also the third game in a series, and they have built a game around a really interesting and occasionally innovative central conceit in yeah, the right. players. Anyone uh, idea? I don't think it lends itself very well to the game, but I think the fact that they built that system and that it's occasionally as detailed and elaborate as it is 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 kind of neat. And I, like I said, I give them props for that. Um. Because that's not what they're doing with their oh. other franchises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Far Cry. <laughs> well, I hope fucking hell, man. I hope there's something new in Far Cry because Valhalla was a slog. You, you, was know, a you know, slog what, you know what,
0: you know what, Far Cry Six is going to be. It's going to be like God of War, where the kid is actually like your Atreus.
1: <laughs> oh you right, like the little kid from the trailers.
0: Yeah, maybe. The- the young
1: Voss or whatever it is,
0: but anyway, no, look, that, the that's that's way way too much time spent on Watchdogs
1: Legion. Anything else? Well, not 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 after you just fucking shame shame <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: I think Watch Dogs but, Legion was a weird one, though I would say, because it came, when it came out, I think we talked about the time. It was it was almost like they sort of hid it. It was almost like they came out. They they were pushing it for a long time. But it then oh yeah, came it out, got
0: delayed so many times.
2: Yeah, but then then when it actually came out, it was there wasn't much fanfare, and it sort of came out and Valhalla came out a month after, and it was just a bit of a weird one for me. And and I and, like yeah. I said, played it and then enjoyed it. and Was like what they kind of did a weird thing where they were shouting about this for a long time, and then just kind of went, oh, it's come out now. Does, no one knows it's come out, and it
1: was, it was weird for me. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Get ready for more and more, getting more Ubisoft to do that at least one more time when that fucking Rainbow Six thing eventually sneaks out inside oh, the, next the, the quarantine months. thing. Yeah, that game keeps leaking. People have Man. been in playtests for it in the last yeah. week or two. That is one yeah. they're just going to fucking slide out under the door and hope nobody notices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's actually out now. You didn't realize it. You can go play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you anyway... Imagine? Okay, yeah, all right then. Uh, Jonesy, what uh, have you been
2: playing? I, do you know what? I, for me, as Jamie's been talking about some older games that he's been replaying or just some older games in general, for me, it's been more replaying this week as well. I've been smashing out some more Rocket League. Um, I think it was it was about a month ago now, I think, that I jumped back into Rocket League and I've yeah. been having a good time with it and um, been playing a lot with uh, people on the Discord. Yesterday, for the first time since I got back onto it, played a bit of Jamie as well, which was good. Um, nice. Been playing a bit of Peaswad and uh, Shellshock. Yeah. Um, doing a bit of the uh, bit of voice chat from the chat, Discord, from the nice, Discord yes. a bit of voice chat through our Discord, um because you know Discord is a fantastic platform in which you can communicate with other people. But I'm sure we'll talk about that a bit later on. um <laughs> well, Although one thing, one thing that has struck me about um Rocket League, still, like after I talked about it last week, and I think Jamie and I were talking about it a little bit yesterday, is the the level of players and the way the skills have changed that game. As it's come a long way since like that game first came out um yeah there are some incredible players in there that i cannot keep up with but do you know who was being incredible yesterday it was jamie with a few epic saves for in our games so i'll give him a shout out the uh goalkeeper extraordinaire wow. but yeah. mvp M um, absolutely you were mvp i think in pretty much every game you played so yeah nice nicely done season. Um, and then off the back of um well, not just off the back of it, but partially off the back of Square Enix Presents, which was on last week, just after ah, we actually yeah. recorded. Um, I watched that, and I'd already kind of decided that I wanted to hop back into Marvel's Avengers and, and play the new version, but that sort of solidified it for me, and I decided to jump in uh, and experience that game in 60 frames a second, and also the high-quality mode, which <coughs> they they put out. Um, so I think that actually came out last Thursday, I believe, after we yeah recording. i think it was the
0: same day as the <clears throat> the presents live stream yeah
2: um uh, yeah and no, uh, t- time did not was not kind to me as i sort of said to jamie <laughs> before that i think i'll end up playing in the high quality mode just because some of the menus and that were looking pretty nasty on the playstation 5 in the um 60 frames a second mode turns out in that game when you switch between the two there is no comparison and you need to play that game at 60 frames a second it is um it's, a, it's almost a completely different experience. It's, and the, the wow. quality is, uh, is not necessarily noticeable. There are some times when you can notice like the checkerboarding and you can notice that it's sort of, the resolutions are dipping a bit in sort of crazy yeah. combat situations. But just for the flow and, and the 60 frames, it's, it's, you know, not even, it's not even comparable. And you can't then switch back to 30 frames a second because it feels horrible.
0: Um, can we, yeah, before you <clears throat> carry on with that, can I ask you, because you're both playing it on PlayStation 5, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. PlayStation 5, one thing it's missing that the Xbox at least has has uh, trumped it, shall we say, is with smart delivery. Because now you've got... So you guys had the PS4 version of the game and you had to upgrade it to the PS5 version of the game. And from what I understand from from the, um, the WhatsApp groups that we've been having and the discussions thereof, it was a bit of a ball leg to get it from the one version to the other version, right?
2: Yeah, it was a real pain in the ass. Um, and uh, Jamie was the one who told me, like, oh, you've got to do this and blah, 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 and shared some screenshots I hadn't seen. But So I, installed the, I didn't have it installed on my PlayStation, the, the PlayStation 4 version. So I just put the PlayStation 5 version on, switched it on it was all fine. Like digital copy. It all went through and said, Oh, you're this player, you know, all logged on, but it didn't have any of my save data. And then Jamie had actually messaged and said, Oh, have you done all this bullshit? Which is you have to install the PlayStation four version, commute your save into like a cloud save from that, go into the PlayStation five version, import your data, and then you can delete the PlayStation four version, which was a ball ache. Like it was, it was really annoying to do that. I'll go through that whole process,
0: man. That sucks.
2: Bit ridiculous. But yeah, but I've been playing some of the um the new characters. So there's there's a, a new um I don't know if you call it DLC because it's free. I guess it is free DLC for Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. But it gives you like a campaign, uh, some campaign stories tied to it. If anyone who's played it, you'll know it's not really like a campaign. It's just different missions inside of different areas. But it gives you yeah. some new areas to play certain missions as well as Kate Bishop um Anna's hawkeye i can't remember that each one's called but they're two different story paths. which is all free if you've got the game um and the upgrade to playstation 5 was free so if you haven't and you've got yeah uh
0: next well they kind of they oh, kind fun. of had to do that though right because their numbers had fallen off so drastically well they said all along that it was that was all going to be free they didn't suggest
2: it was yeah. going to be paid for um the hmm. one uh bit that i think will be paid for i don't know if did they confirm I can't remember if you guys remember the um the black panther DLC that they teased in the Square Enix Presents. They sort of said
0: oh, yeah. Black What's Panther. It the War for Wakanda or some shit?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if that... that. I don't know why I got the feeling that was going to be a paid expansion. Um, not an outright bit of free add-on
1: as we've seen up to I, now. Yeah. I, I, maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. I don't actually know what that... whether that's considered part of their content <laughs> rollout or it's a separate thing. I, I assumed it was just a part of it.
2: I don't know why. I, do you know what it is? It's because I think up until now, they'd sort of talked about characters and when characters are releasing and the way they showed off. And they, I think they called it an expansion. And to me, yeah. I was like, all oh, right. So it's not part of the rollout. It's not part of the, um, uh, the you know, would you call it when you develop each individual character? It's, it seems like a new thing. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It was, it was. We'll have to... Well, it remains to be seen, I guess. I'll, I'll quickly see if I can find it and anything to confirm. Oh, no, it's all
1: right. You, you, you can keep... Focus- I'm, I'm looking up as well, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, cool, okay.
2: But no, um, so, yeah, Avengers is a weird game. Like, anyone, anyone out there who's thinking of playing it, I would say I still have two, two weird opinions about it. One is that the combat is very enjoyable for a lot of those characters and getting into the skill trees and getting the unlockable stuff can be a lot of fun. But the game itself is still kind of empty um yeah and very repetitive. even
0: even up to this point with the kate bishop stuff well
2: because it's just it's just more of the same like even new feeling levels ju- are just the same level or they feel like almost like a, the same level just slightly rejigged. so if it's yeah. a snow level it's just going to be a gorge is in a slightly different place you've got to still go from a to b and you're just going as quickly as you can and smashing boxes the yeah. combat is very messy um and i was playing it with a.i. Uh, as my as my teammates and that can be really fucking messy, especially in small <laughs> environments. Everyone's just attacking the same like characters and they're not the best. Although they seem to be a bit better actually about um yeah. standing on uh you know going to certain places they need to go and standing on certain platforms and things. They seem to be better at that. Um that was a bit painful when the game first dropped. Um right. but I don't know. I don't know. I know Jamie you've you've jumped into a bit as well. What what have you what
1: are your thoughts? Yeah I think mine are similar to yours and that I'm not hundred percent sold. I think it feels significantly better at 60 frames a second, which I guess is not all that surprising given the fact that the game felt a little bit chunky and uh, clunky uh, prior. Right. But yeah, I'm just not being convinced that there's uh, that the content in the game at the moment is where it needs to be for someone like me to return. I've got no interest in replaying that campaign. Even if you did want to, it's structured in such a way where I think you just need to reset your progress and start from the beginning you can't pick out levels or sequences that you want to replay, which is a bummer. Because oh, some of that right. stuff was decent. I know, okay. right? Yeah, um, that's that's I, really I, weird. I have I have to admit, I haven't looked into any of the content around or the operations I think they're referred to around either of the two Hawkeyes. So I'm curious to see if that adds anything substantial in terms of like anything narrative or or like any properly authored missions, but at the moment, I went back in. I did some harm room stuff, which is kind of like training exercises and a few generic missions. And I was like, "This is better." But i I don't know why I should be grinding uh, for loot or for gear or grinding yeah. of these character levels at the moment. Um, and and I'm XP still... is XP's harder to come by now, right? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the uh, they uh, changed the kind of the leveling curve on a per hero basis, um, so that it's harder to get to the very end. But I don't know. I, I read conflicting reports over whether or not that was a big deal or not. So I I don't right, know. Yeah. I'm not invested enough in that ecosystem to care. What, what did I you will... think
0: of uh, What did you think of Jamie and I's, uh, Jonesy and I's idea about every time they release oh. a new character, they should release a new,
1: like, bad dude as well? Absolutely. Because, like, Jonesy mentioned the uh, Wolf of Wakanda expansion, which yeah. had a little trailer. Uh, and by the way, I looked it up, and that will be free. Um, oh, right. okay I called um, I will watch that trailer, and I thought, "Oh Jesus!" Even just seeing Black Panther and a new environment, and hearing a reference to a uh, a new villain, kind of reminded me of what Marvel's Avengers should be, which is a a regularly updated celebration of everything we've come to know and love from that world, from that universe. Um, And that's absolutely a trick they've missed at the moment. And you're right, like the super villains element is arguably the most lacking of them all. The fact that we've got this Avengers <laughs> game, this live-service, ongoing, updated Avengers game, that we're now in, you know, fucking six months down the line on. We have all these heroes, and we're still fighting Taskmaster and Abomination over and over again, who themselves would... dis—they It was disappointing when they were the only two bad guys other than the dude with the big head in the campaign. The fact that they're yeah. still the only two bad guys <laughs> uh, is, is, is kind of crazy to me. Uh, but yeah. clearly, uh, when you look at the the new roadmap, the fact that I think it's been confirmed that Spider-Man won't be coming out until after the end of summer, um, which is kind yeah. of where their roadmap ends at the moment, it's cl- like something's wrong in the rollout there. Uh, yeah. Black Panther should have happened last year. Uh, Spider-Man should be on the way and, uh, I don't know. And the Hawkeye stuff, if I'm being honest, the Hawkeye stuff should have been happening inside the first month, right? That should have yeah. been the shit yeah. that was happening while you were playing to make you go, oh. This game is live. Things are happening, uh, but they missed that boat regrettably.
2: That was that was one of the things I found the, the weirdest aspect was because the Kate Bishop and Hawkeye add to the camp the main campaign. So you play through the main campaign that finishes, then you've got the end game stuff. But then every time they drop a character, they have an extension to the main campaign, which is like a little individual vignettes about. So I think the Kate Bishop one is she's uh, they're building they've got some kind of time machine and they're using it to develop a weapon in another time. So, or in the future that they can bring back to the present day. And Kate Bishop is like, I'm going to stop this. Um, And then Hawkeye crosses over into the future. And so then Kate Bishop's like, well, we've got to get Hawkeye back. So it kind of adds to the whole main campaign story. And then in the Hawkeye one, you then obviously develop that story. And Hawkeye becomes one of the, your Avengers that you can play as. But as Jamie said, if they'd have been doing that every month, like after release, right, you get, so let's say you get two months grace, you then get Kate Bishop, you then get a month, you then get Hawkeye, you then get a month and you, it would just make the game feel like it was alive and you wouldn't have then yeah. gone, hold on, this game's completely empty for a year, which is what they, it feels like they've done. I mean, it's, it's been what, six <laughs> months, but it just, it was too long. It was too long for me to drop off yeah. and like yeah, but hold, loads hold on, other gente, people to drop
0: off. Jensie, <clears throat> by the time that the game is a year old, what would they have added? Kate,
1: Kate Bishop two. and Hawkeye, right? Wait, Black Pan Pan I will say... No, probably not, probably not even... I wouldn't be surprised if Spider-Man isn't ready by... Uh, or if Spider-Man is like the year one thing. Yeah. And probably by the way, four when, four we, when, like, that, when we say Kate you, Bishop and Hawkeye, when, when we say that, what we're really saying is two Hawkeyes. Because like, yes. anyone who yeah. plays the game knows that... They're both Hawkeye. They both have the same primary weapon, they both have the same ranged weapon. Their combos and skill trees might be slightly different. They but do they're th- still both Hawkeye. They, yeah. I think in the in the campaign side of it because it's all
2: the all new campaign story. I mean from that aspect it seems it, like they could be a different character. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, you know, but don't you come on. You're abs- no, if you're I, told, absolutely if I
1: told you in the run up to this game that by April all you'd have is a male Hawkeye and a female Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye already being the dumbest fucking <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> the Hawkeye being the guy who's like, yeah, he's good with a bow and arrow. I know. I completely, I completely agree from that side. From the end game side of it,
2: of like you can now choose to play with your mates. Yeah. If you choose Kate Bishop or Hawkeye, I, I haven't got far enough in either of those skill trees to like look into how they differentiate. But when you start playing with both of them, they feel very similar. They've both got a sword and they've both got a bow. Um, yeah. Kate Bishop can like flit or whatever you call it. like she can sort of blink from one place to another, almost like teleport instantaneously. Um, I'm not sure what um, what May or Hawkeye
1: does, but yeah, you're right. From that, aspect, I think I think yeah. he's the same. I think he's got. A, oh, okay. No, he's got one of them has a yeah, a grapple. A grapple. One oh, of them okay, has a grapple. so that'd be him. He's Which got again, but like the thing about the grapple is like that's what Black Widow has. Yes. <laughs> like, don't get me don't get me wrong. I, I and another character about, who's because uh, this is this. Someone uh, else who, has got that as well. I think. I don't. I think. I think there's a couple of characters Captain that. Captain America has a double jump. Hulk just leaps. Black Widow has a grappling hook thing. Iron oh, flies. I, th- I suppose. Thor flies.
2: Miss uh, Ms. Marvel can like lob her hand out, which feels oh, she kind of similar her and, stri- yeah. and pulls yeah. herself. Like, and she can bounce. Don't get me and wrong, because
1: well. this has been a topic of conversation <laughs> this week in the gaming sphere. In some corners, like I don't care about like reused assets in most cases like if someone has the same traversal mechanic as someone else that's fine but like everything about this game in terms of the content and the speed of the rollout the content just seems completely misguided yeah and like agreed if i can add another example of that that i've just seen now looking at it you look at their 2021 content roadmap one of the things they have labeled for spring is uh the i'm gonna butch the pronunciation but the tachyon anomaly that's right yeah Right. Yeah. Um, one of the elements of the Tachyon Anomaly they say, since launch we've heard players ask if more than one of the same hero can be present in a strike team we're happy to, anu- happy to announce <laughs> that during the temporal assault event you'll be able to play multiple of the same hero in the adventure initiative if you've always wanted to see what a team of four hulks is like this event is for you taking fan feedback, saying you're right you guys all want to be the hulk, great and then putting it in a timed event yeah, that that's a Nintendo
0: move, isn't it? That's it's like a, yeah, Super Mario 35 all over. Uh, Nintendo <laughs> to to are be fair, Mario and the Avengers <laughs> are killing fun.
2: To be fair to them, <laughs> if if that is genuinely something that some people wanted to do, and they're like, do you know what, it makes sense in this in a in this event because it's no. all about
1: time travel. I could kind you of forgive them a bit of that bullshit. You can't frame it as like, oh, it's <laughs> a thing that some people want to do. That game defaults to matchmaking on. If you go and try and play that game on your own without changing any settings, it will pair you up with other random people, other random people you probably are not communicating with. There's every chance that you complete that game. And since the post-game, you've end-game stuff started, you've only prioritized one person. Right now, my Black Widow is a higher level than anyone else. If I go on and someone else picks Black Widow, I'm fucked. Oh, my next best, yeah. best person is Captain yeah. America, who's a third of the power level of my Black Widow. Yeah, Why? That, that because is... you can't put time into every single character at the end of the game unless you know life. This game, which no one wants to do. <laughs>
2: the problem that they really,
1: the problem that the thing that they
2: really need to do with um, with the game, but I guess there's not probably not enough players to do it, is that whenever you go on and you play as Black Widow, it teams you up with another three players, um, and you, it doesn't make you. Yeah. select any split. Yeah, I know you yeah. can request certain players so you can say you can be a character and then you can request like Thor Iron Man and a Hulk but I don't know how that actually works in the sense I of, think
1: that's just if you're playing with the AI right you can request which what who they play as right so that
2: it doesn't help that doesn't aid it if you're trying to play online with random people it doesn't it doesn't I
1: don't know if it does I've just yeah, seen it as an I option and, so. I okay so. but if, oh, fellas,
0: the, the, the point is a year in
1: it's they just need more stuff I, man can I can I make one final point Let's do it. Jordan, I was reminded of going back in with uh, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton added in. Go on. (laughs) I'd forgotten up to this point, but remembered that characters added after the fact, so characters added after the game launched, yeah. don't have their Battle Passes unlocked by default. You have to buy the Battle Passes now. So now there are two characters oh, in the game yeah. whose Battle oh, Passes right, cost money. Yeah. And the argument we had at the time was whether or not that was okay, because you buy def- by buying the game, you unlock the Battle Passes for the six base characters, and you would unlock currency by progressing through those Battle yeah. Passes yeah. to buy the Battle Passes for the subsequent people. Yeah, you complete one, tell you-, you get enough to yep. get to the next one. I can tell you now, as someone who played enough <laughs> of Marvel's Avengers to... Play through the entirety of the campaign and do a handful of multiplayer sessions with a handful of different friends. I can only afford one of the two new characters' battle passes, which means if I wanted a battle pass for both characters that I was going to put time yeah. into, I would have to buy one of them. And, and it's, it's ten and quid, right? You
0: would have, and yeah, something like that at nine, eight pounds, nine pounds. But and Jamie, the thing is, you would have spent it on a Hawkeye, and then by the time Black Panther or Spider Man comes out, you're like, well. I've really spent my like in-game currency yeah. on fucking Hawkeye you, because because I was so desperate
1: for content in this fucking game. I'm not I'm not gonna go Tin Four hat. I'm not gonna go full Jonesy, but male Hawkeye's male Hawkeye's customization stuff, his cosmetics, are the best of any character in the game. Oh really? I haven't even looked. at Oh by far, oh, yeah? by far. There's one where he's basically Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and it looks fucking <laughs> sick. But it's like, of course he does because of the now they're actually charging money for the Battle Pass. It's yeah. not, in a weird way though.
2: I am happy that they're better because one of the annoying things about the main, the base characters was a lot of those uh, customizations were just like slightly different colours, and it felt kind of shit. Yeah. But then go and look,
1: go and look, um, go and look up Hawkeye's cosmetics then, after this, and tell me that they've not just improved the quality of them because now it costs money. Do you know yeah. what though? I've got. To, I have to say because I've had this conversation with you about
2: battle passes, Jamie, relatively recently in other games, and your critique of when I've said, "Oh, you know, it's you want people to be able to get through a battle pass and be able to unlock more." stuff is your, your thing was well you just need to get good and you need yeah. to play the game so, just play yeah. the game just so I'm, the game. I'm a little bit um I'm a little bit hesitant to agree with you on whether or not you can level go through a battle pass and that when as, as we've all said you've had plenty of time to play through multiple characters battle passes get some in-game currency and unlock some new characters so but you know what, mate I think, I think you're your own worst enemy when it comes to Marvel's this Marvel's
1: Avengers battle pass progression is different because unlike other games where any time spent in the game is uh, translated into battle yeah. pass progress, regardless of whether you're doing well or not. Marvel's Avengers battle pass progress is tied to the completion of daily and weekly challenges, yeah. of which there is always a finite amount.
2: Yes. There yeah, is. Sure. So
1: that I remember at the time, we there were literally people busting the calculator out and working out the exact amount of time you had to spend leveling up a character's battle pass by playing every single day, because there was literally a point where you couldn't progress it anymore after a certain amount of time playing. So that is where Miles of Avengers is slightly different, but point, point taken.
2: But then I, it, I, it is a weird one because you have that aspect to it, which is really annoying, but then you also have the side of it where it's not time limited. So you could play as... You could go in there, play as Iron Man, play for a year, and you're still running the same battle pass. It's not like it gets reset, so at least at least True. you can get to the end of it. But no, I you, make you make a good point that it is a not, and like Chris said, you might have sunk your in-game currency into Hawkeye, having completed one main game character, and now you've got like, well, hold on, when's Spider-Man coming out? When's Black Panther coming out? Because now I'm actually going to have to bust out the real money, and then it's, <laughs> given the quality of the actual game. I struggle to see many people <laughs> sinking real money into it. But you know, But I'm going to give it some more time. I'm going to put some more um, effort into it because I don't, I don't want to write it off just yet. And I spent money on it. So, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: You're going to make sure it's worth it. There we go. It, it would be fascinating to see on this one year anniversary kind of where it's at, what they've released, what, what their player numbers are.
2: It's a it's a hard game to play with other people. I think Jamie's the only person I know who owns it, apart from, um, apart from me. So trying to get a team of four people is a pain in Could the ass. Could play with Sam. I don't, does Sam have it?
1: Sam Richards? You, you must I don't think played. he has. I'm like 95% sure he doesn't have it. I don't I think, think he has. Yeah. I think wow. he avoided it. I think I asked him about it. it and he was like, nah, it's not for me. And I was like,
2: oh God, this isn't good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout For shout anyone, to anyone Sam wondering, won. our friend Sam is probably the biggest mole fan any of us know. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah. Worrying signs. Uh, we might find out more though when uh, Square Enix presents returns later in the summer for another live stream. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. Did you guys
2: actually watch the presents? Because I thought they did quite a good job of. Uh, there, there was enough in that in that presentation for me to sort of, n- not necessarily as someone who was enjoying most of the games they were putting out. That's a lie. Because Outriders, I'm super psyched for, and they started for that. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, and I pre-ordered it, which I said I wasn't going to do after what happened with Marvel. But um, yeah, but I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent little event. I enjoyed some of what they were giving out. I I definitely thought there was a nice little dollop there for Jamie with um, the new Life is Strange.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm I'm, I think I jokingly described myself earlier when we were talking as a Life is Strange Stan. You did. Um,
3: uh,
1: Look, I I think that series has done some like surprisingly cool things. I think some of it is cheesy and corny and kind of shite. And I completely get why someone would play like the first episode of Life is Strange one and say, "Nah, fuck this." Yeah, yeah. What's the thing that What's the word they say all the time in Life is Strange that people take the piss out of? I forget. There's some. There's some word. Oh, like... uh, Hella hella that hella. is it, that's it yeah hella i can see why someone would hear the word hella 10 times and be like i'm out um <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I tried like, to play oh, yeah. it after your um after you saying you really enjoyed it and
2: <laughs> my I, glowing
1: review you,
0: and I, you've got to stick with it it's one of those that gets better the further in you are agreed
2: it, it definitely felt like something like a story to experience rather than a game to be played it almost felt a bit telltale yeah. to me and and i'm not into like that
0: jonesy can so. i can i can i give you the the cliff notes you just go on wikipedia and read about what happens or you just go onto youtube and find someone who's compiled the story and watch it at two times speed that's all you really need to do
2: (laughs) i think one thing i thought about the um and i don't know if this was on purpose i'm sure it wasn't but um the the trailer they played for life is strange true cut true colors is what it's called isn't it true True colors yeah Yeah.
0: um
2: it felt quite last of us it almost felt like what could have happened to ellie had the events of the lot of the the you know the I don't know what you call it, the pandemic in The Last of Us, because there was a lot of guitar playing, there was some like um, (laughs) modern music replayed. But
1: it's not set in a a post-apocalypse where a fucking virus has turned everyone into zombies. (laughs) But that's what I said, imagine (laughs) normal
2: world. Imagine that event had never occurred, and they were like, what would happen to you're saying um, When
1: you're saying imagine that event had never occurred, you're basically just saying, imagine there's a girl who plays a guitar. In the real world. Yeah, look, Life no, is <laughs> Restricted. No, no, the called, trailers. The Last of Us. This girl plays the guitar. <laughs>
2: Specific, <laughs> specifically, the feel of the trailer. I think it was the tone and it was the way that they use sort of like the, the music and everything. Oh. It just felt quite Last of Us y to me.
1: Oh, the oh all those tone, all those themes from the Last of Us about a girl who can read minds and figure out people's emotions and a, mur- <laughs> and a murder mystery. Where all her right, brother gets I have never played it. Like I said, it was so just much the tone. <laughs> it was the tone. <laughs> of the
3: thing. It was a trailer. It was
2: the tone of the thing. Made me think. Oh, interesting. I wonder if this was. Um, they'd seen, you know, they they thought how good the trailers for the Last of Us were, and they're like, yeah, oh. we need some <laughs> acoustic guitar and a young girl talking and stuff, and they're like. <laughs> I mean, nuts. that's
0: that is basically what Life is Strange is. It's a young girl with an acoustic. Guitar.
2: It's Ellie. That's all I'm saying. Mm.
1: Sure. Well, she's, she's not. So yeah. So, so,
0: Jamie, you you're hyped. You are glad that uh, it's not going to be
1: episodic and it's just going to be a fucking uh, one off? I, I wasn't bothered by the episodic. All the episodic thing did it was make me wait until the end of the episodes. Right? It's like <laughs> it's like binge watching TV shows. Um, all I I'd just, yeah, just wait until yeah. the end. Wait until it's done. Um. So I, I guess in that sense, being, being able to play it all up front. If it's tailored to be played in one long chunk, then yeah, great. I'm down, I'm down for it. It's interesting that yeah. it's not the uh, developers of Life is Strange 1 and 2. It's the developers of Life is Strange before the storm, which was the kind of the, yeah. the, the off that came between the two. Um, but they've clearly done a lot of work on the tech and on the visuals and the presentation because obviously it so looks anim- really good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like animations and kind of like the, the technical side of the Life is Strange games was not their strong suit. But um, no, it, it's encouraging so far. Um, I'm curious to see how the central ability, for want of a better way of putting it, uh, yeah. plays out in in terms of. In the, I don't know. It doesn't seem as interactive. What or happens? Game-y. What happens if you are colorblind? <laughs> I mean, you, do you want the actual answer to that? I've got, like, because they've got to have <laughs> colorblind <laughs> modes, right? Like, that's yeah, a very you, video you'd imagine. Thing.
0: But yeah, that, oh, You could
1: see people's. Colours and... You have to wear those glasses that
2: one of the Paul brothers wears.
1: Or you just get it wrong. You get like the bad ending after two hours. <laughs> I don't get it. I did everything almost, right.
2: <laughs> everything's great. Yeah,
1: it's like La Noir where you're like, gl- like looking at their face, like is he lying or like darn <clears> even just, that game was so dumb where you were trying to tell if someone was lying or telling the truth. Yeah, Chris is right. It's basically someone saying a statement. They're just doing that face, like if they for me it was like they
2: would say you'd say oh were you, were you there at that time and they'd go no and I would oh they're lying and you'd go you're lying and they'd say what proof and i would be like well I don't know is it the fucking chewing gum is that the proof and then it would say fail like brilliant
3: yeah anyway. not helped
1: by the fact that they I think they changed the wording of like the truth doubt lie uh, system yeah like fucking 50 times mm. Um in different versions of the game it's different things um <laughs> Good, yeah, good concept, uh, bad execution. Yeah, which hey, yeah, yeah. That maybe we'll see if Life is Strange is able to uh, deliver on that part as well. So I'm, what you're I'm, saying, I'm, what you're saying is Life is Strange,
0: True Colors is the spiritual successor to Noir.
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly I get what I'm you. Saying. That's that sounds exactly cool.
0: So it's uh, it's basically horror of the Orient.
1: It's it's horror um, of the Orient, except you can uh, you can read minds. Ah, I like it. Well, that's a game I'd play. It's David <laughs> presenting David Blaine's Horror of the Orient. <laughs> David Blaine. Oh my god, Darren Brown. Um yeah, I mean God,
0: there was Life is Strange. What else was there? That Forspoken looked pretty cool. For so that was that yeah. yeah, that was that project Athia that they showed off and everyone was like, Oh, is this a new Final Fantasy? This'll never this is gonna come out in eight years time. Guess what, bitches? It's called Forspoken and it's coming out next year. It looked really yes. cool. Yeah. Asterix rather. Asterix, like maybe.
2: That looked legit. Like, that trailer, the little bit they showed off, looked, looked very cool. In, um, it did look cool. What's the word? Like, yeah. like something to definitely keep an eye on. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. I give up. What is the word? <laughs> what is the word? Like something to... I don't know. I gave up. I was like, I can't think of the word. It's, it's intriguing you, intriguing. you, just, you just did, you just did like the opposite
1: of the dictionary where like you didn't <laughs> say the word but you said the dictionary definition I bailed because like, <laughs> I was like I can't remember the word something
2: to keep an eye on uh, intriguing yeah. it looked like an, a very intriguing ah, game
0: intriguing
2: um, I, I must admit I like the trailer because it started off with like the dragon comes out and then the, the woman goes is that a motherfucking dragon and then it just all <laughs> kicks off which I thought was a yeah. very um, a very cool way to start a trailer yeah
1: this is because um, this is the game that's being written by Gary Witter of um, Star yeah. Wars Rogue One fame. Rogue One fame, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess it will have maybe a well, it does appear to have a slightly more Western sense of humor. I don't know how you know. I don't know, like yeah, uh, the, sensibility. Uh, yeah, Western sensibility. That's a good way of putting it. Even if it is from the Final Fantasy 15 team and has you know that engine and look is kind of very Final Fantasy as people yeah talk about yeah. when it was first shown.
3: I don't know. It
0: look, yeah, it looks cool. I, I think Jonesy's right. It's it's one to keep an eye on. Intriguing. There's a word for you to use. <laughs>
1: intriguing. Today. If
0: you haven't used that word in well, a while, bust it out. Fel- so
2: you, fel- you,
1: you <laughs> don't get to make intriguing <laughs> word of the day. It's intriguing. I, that's no, like saying, you could drop that into conversation. Well, what's tomorrow's
2: word of the yeah. day going to be? Interesting. No, like, well, you know, it's yeah. something completely different for tomorrow. Can't you say? Can't use say wow. interesting? The day after intriguing. Come on, mate. Here's here's a word Would of the day for you: bread.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>, You've <they've laughs> got, well, they've got more exciting intriguing. word than that you know what yeah, my, but Isn't the point of the word of the day To teach you a new word Like intriguing. Everyone nah. knows yeah. that word I don't think it should be
0: one to How about teach this you one? a new word How about this one, word of the day, interrobang
2: Interrobang, what the hell does that mean?
0: Yeah, that's an Is actual word Interrogate someone by banging them No, it's, you know, you, you know when you put like A question mark, exclamation mark
1: No Question mark, yes, yeah
0: Yeah, that's an interrobang I really? Agree.
3: I think oh, so. so, yeah. That's, that's a fantastic I'm wrong
1: now, nah, I'm pretty sure. That's a fantastic
0: interrobang. word.
1: Interrobang. You're absolutely right. It's a, a non-standard pronunciation mark indicating a question expressed in exclamatory manner, as in, what are you doing? Question mark, exclamation mark. Yeah. Intriguing! Oh, so the exclamation mark <laughs> is the interrobang. No, no, the... the the coupling of an exclamation mark oh, and okay. a question mark is an interrobang. Interestingly, right. it seems as though there is a, like a, an actual symbol that is a question mark and an exclamation mark on top of each other. Uh-huh. Jamie, but according would you to call Wikipedia, it? It's often represented as question mark, <laughs> would Which would is you, you call intriguing? it? Intriguing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, you know who else is fucked off, guys? Who? <laughs> Richard De La Ruina. <laughs> oh, poor bloke. He's fucked right off over Steam. Can, before
2: so, before yes, we talk that's... about his actual game, can we just come talk on, about It was his... such
0: a good fucking segue. It was a, No,
2: it was a great segue, and I'm going to carry on, but off the back of you saying about his name. Because is that not the dumbest name? That sounds like a name you come up with when you were 16, and you and your mates thought, you were like, I've got a world cool name. I'm uh, Richard De La Ruina. Cause I ruin them, and you're like, "Dude, you are not funny." And then he's just kept it until
1: he's like he forty-five. Just kept it, yeah. Well, is I mean, it, is anyone? It, are we sure it's a made-up name? Definitely, he's made up. No, I, I don't think
2: it's. Yes, a made up it name. is because it's. Dude, come on, it's like no. a baker being called like baker or a farmer being called farmer. Like he's, he's got a, a game about hooking up, and his name is Della Ruiner. Like, come on, it's got to be made up. <laughs>
1: It's, it's well, yes. just anyway. It's just La Ruiner. By the way, not della. La Ruina. <laughs> Sorry, La Ruiner. Della Ruiner is his. His uh, spice. Hold on.
2: What's his first uh, name? Richard. So he's Dick La Ruiner.
1: Dick La Ruiner.
2: So he's actually. I,
1: I don't know. Like into
2: ruining dicks. everything I can see. <laughs> it actually seems to be his name. He's Dick La
0: Ruiner. Yeah, he ruins
2: Dick. He's not even into. But girls yes. Yeah,
0: so this is the guy responsible for such classics as Super Seducer and super seducer 2 and what would be super seducer 3 except for the fact that he the game has been banned on steam so he tried to kind of like yeah. get it get it uh, registered and sold on steam and i think everything was going okay but then steam kind of pulled it and then there's a little bit of back and forth but now officially it is being banned the page is gone uh 61,700 wish list entries have been wiped out and prior to this, they were, you know, Richard was told to expect either approval or feedback from Steam, but Steam was just like, you know, Gaben probably said, "I don't want this fucking stuff on my on my channel, on my program." Fuck that shit. Do you want to know so, what a gem
2: this bloke was? Because I knew I recognised him from a YouTube hole <laughs> that I went down yeah. like uh, many years ago, and it was because. Dick
0: was it maybe the fact that we maybe the fact that we did a yeah, quite a few uh, six lists well maybe but the- that included him no no cuz
2: like, he, I-
1: he showed up in the ATG game awards like richard larruina won best new character one year Oh, Oh, okay. But one of the, I I didn't recognize him at the
2: time, but he, and I've just found it now. He was on Good Morning Britain, which is a morning show in the UK, talking about why British women are overweight. And in the show, he says that all the European, sorry, Russian women are much more attractive because English girls are ugly. And he just like, he went on TV (laughs) to say that. Uh, and just got like rinsed by the host. On a show
0: called Good Morning Britain.
2: And he just says it to like two British women as well. He's like, You're <laughs> you're fat
0: and overweight and ugly. Hey, you know what? Fair fair play to him. I mean, that's that takes balls. Dick LaRuina has balls. He has. <laughs> Dick LaRuina has balls. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh man. But yeah, so the reason, fellas, that it was uh, banned on Steam was because apparently it fell foul of Steam's ruling against sexually explicit images of real people. And and the real people is the the cincher there, because as Jonesy mentioned before this podcast, Jonesy's played some absolute filth on his theme.
2: Absolute filth, yeah. (laughs) As long as it's animated, apparently it's fine. You can do weird shit to people. Yeah,
0: but as soon as there's real people involved, uh -uh -uh. uh-uh-uh. Now, Um, to to Richard's defence, he did say that he... He would change whatever needed to be changed. I think at one point they did go back to him with some feedback and say, "Hey, we can't do this because of XYZ. I think one of them was <laughs> that he had to prove that the actresses in the game, because it's like a like an FMV, like imagine like a Telltale game, but actual live people, and he had to prove that the women in the game are over eighteen, which I believe he did, but then they. And then it was radio silence
1: from there on yeah i'll be I'll be honest, maybe I'm being naive. I'm slightly surprised that that a this is a rule, and that b mm-hmm. uh, steam enforce it so firmly
0: i yeah i mean I don't Ste- know.
1: steam are very and valve as a company are very
0: notoriously hands off aren't they they very much like hey, the market takes care of itself, marketing takes care of itself, steam takes care of itself if people don't if people want the game on, then it should be on there. Uh, people vote with their wallets, you know, all that kind of stuff It's bullshit. a
2: relatively new thing for Steam mm-hmm. to have um, explicit animation stuff on their site, though. I mean, for a long time, they didn't allow that sort of stuff on there. And it, I think it was the year before last when they actually allowed sort of like yeah. anime hentai stuff to, to in games on the site. So... Maybe, the, the,
0: aka the day that Alex Jones's life changed.
2: It was only about three months that my life changed when Jamie told me that it, that was on there, and then I found it and was like, Jesus!
1: It became a, a born again pervert. Yeah, born again pervert. <laughs> I have to do something during lockdown. But um wow, I I wonder. <laughs> I hope your wife doesn't listen to this.
2: I wonder Fucking if it's um, what is happening. <laughs> I wonder if it's more of like the fact that they don't like him and they think that he's negative publicity because he's, especially in the world as it is at the moment, and this cold kind of like, um, it's trying to be like anti-negativity and especially guys who are just going making games about picking up women. I wonder if it's a negative thing on Steam, a negative PR angle. So Steam are using the fact that there's some because uh, there's no nudity, right? It's more like skimpy clothes, and because they've said they're uh, they're Instagram safe, uh, not, uh, yeah, sorry, Instagram safe. So there's nothing that you would see yeah. in the game that you would not see on Instagram, and Instagram mm. doesn't allow nudity. So it... yeah,
1: there's no there's no nipple, there's no. <laughs> um, so Jamie's out. Jamie's, no, there's <laughs> no Jamie's ex- out. There's no exposed nipple, but also yeah, there's they've no got a exposed um, anus. They've got a completely <laughs> yeah. uh, censored version of the game, which is uh, because this game. Uh, uh, prior to release, was sent out to streamers. So this has been played extensively on Twitch, and Twitch is a platform who can themselves be quite strict and have some strange rulings. Um, They didn't take issue with the censored version of this game. So that's uh, interesting that this is a game that can be played in full on Twitch, uh, (laughs) but but cannot be sold on Steam. Um, You know what he should do? This would be so interesting.
0: He should... I mean, obviously, it's a futile exercise, but imagine he... Took the game exactly as it is, and except for using movie files, he got someone to just animate all of it, <laughs> and then and then resubmit it to Steam. and be like, all right, bitches, it's not real people anymore.
2: It wouldn't, I think. And see, the problem is with that is it would be nowhere near explicit enough for the people that would want to play that sort of game. They'd probably be like, ours is boring. Like, you don't see I mean, anything.
1: Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's also it's also weird because it feels like the the, the FMV genre. Was occasionally in certain scenarios, in certain corners, like being taken to some interesting places. And you, yeah. I forget the person's name, but the person who made, um, it was her her story. I think it was called. Oh yeah. yeah, And yeah. then they did a follow up, which was called, I think, Telling Lies. Telling Lies, but and then that there was an Erica. There was an big... yeah, the Eric, on exactly. PlayStation. And it's like I, for, I don't, I never saw Telling Lies all the way through, so I don't know if it actually had sexual content. But I remember there was one sequence where. Someone is in not very much clothes because there's a famous, like, or a, a fairly popular Twitch clip where a guy's wife walks in right when um, that person is in their it's, I think they're basically just in their bra, which, as a game, it's a game about people basically filming themselves in their webcams and having sort of like webcam conversations. It was an awkward <laughs> moment for one's wife to walk in, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember that having any issue and maybe it's because it wasn't sexualized enough wasn't sexually charged enough i don't know but he I, at
2: this point shouldn't they just take the game like as is I, I don't think they should run around after steam anymore and just take it somewhere else take it to gog or take it to epic or take it to whoever and try and set uh, try and get someone else to have it on their platform it seems like it's it, obviously steam is the biggest um platform out there and shop front but you could take it somewhere else like you don't need to put it onto did you could just sell it on your own like you, I mean, you could, but then I, I suppose maybe that's just extra cost and extra expense that so they don't necessarily maybe. want to. Um, uh, he does yeah.
1: have a donate button set up on his website. You can donate to him via PayPal, Bitcoin, Coinbase, or with a bank <laughs> transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your money however you want to give it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, there's his. Uh, there's he's he's got an, a a banker bank account. Um, wow. Weird. With an iBan number. To be, um, to be fair, like with this game, though, I think uh, it is kind of funny that
2: the level of sort of like how explicit this is is banned, you can't sell it. Yet you can have people on, this is not a value judgment by, let me say that first, <laughs> but you can have people on Twitch playing this game, you know, oh, sorry, playing games on Twitch in far less clothing than Steam allow in their games, but you could have yeah. it on the stream as long as they're not in the game, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it is kind of mad, isn't it? Oh. It's like, I think on on YouTube as well, you could have like the body painting shit as long as you just cover up the nipple.
2: Right. But I get the sense in this game, you couldn't have that. Like You wouldn't be allowed that.
1: No, no, not at all. For what it's worth, uh, he's confirmed that Epic turned down Super Seducer 3 Uh and Gog turned down Super Seducer 1 and 2 and did not answer a query. (laughs) uh, (laughs) They just ignored him. That's brilliant. He said consoles are very unlikely... Uh, but it seems like this game is really struggling at the moment. And he's confirmed that um, there will not be a Super, super Seducer 4 just because it's too risky and stressful. Do you, what, which kind yeah, of sucks for yeah. this guy. Well, like, I mean, he obviously put money into it, right? Like, that's that's the...
0: You strip everything away. It's like yeah. the 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 underlying bare-bones story here is man spends own money on game and can't sell it, Right. Yeah.
2: But then I suppose at the same time, you know, technically he is a dick because his name is Richard and <laughs> as a dick, you know, some things are hard and I think wow, you know, he struggled. Yeah. He struggled to Do You know what? At yeah. this point, he should take the game then and he should go onto, you know, Kickstarter or something like that and he should say it's the game they don't want you to play and he should say epic rejected it. Steam have said it's too, you know, whatever. It was 63,000 people wanted to buy it and he should get behind him the infrastructure to sell it as jamie said like to sell it himself i think that's the way to go at this point it's kind of making it's almost getting to a point where what's the thing that is it the you know the effect where you try and ban something and makes it super popular sand
0: effect right
2: so it's getting it could be get to that point it could actually make him a shitload more money and it could make it a lot more popular than it would be otherwise
0: like i said he just needs to find a way to do it you know what he should do go into the red candle online (laughs) e-store yeah and sell it alongside devotion i don't think they'll take it to be honest (laughs) <laughs> two games banned for very different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. All right guys, let's move on to the next topic because this it's something that I didn't think we'd be covering so soon. But Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.2 got a developer insight. Now the patch itself not not out yet, which is, you know, a bit disappointing to some people, but I I would wager that a lot of people just don't
1: care about it anymore you know maybe i mean you two own and have played the game if you yeah. don't, don't care then that's some of the demographic answered for right there right well there we go i would qualify but like yeah, i they- said
2: I'll, I'll just qualify the reason i don't is because i'm waiting for the, uh, the the next gen update before i jump back into that i don't i i don't want to have a, le- a, a less enjoyable time with it before that update gets released later yeah. this year hopefully uh, this year so i've sort of got the back burner and until for now i'll
0: be honest with you guys like it's still on my desktop it's still installed and every time I got time to play a game, I look at my icons and I see Cyberpunk, and I'm like, nah, just play Dota, play Apex, play anything else. Oh, the one thing that I also started playing, Wolfenstein: New Order. <laughs> I'd rather play that at the moment. You know. Yeah, fair enough. Do you think hey. you'll ever finish it? But Cyberpunk, yeah, yeah, I'd like to think so. I like, I didn't dislike what I played with it. I actually did quite enjoy it. But I remember it. It, it, all right, it's almost like this, right? It's almost like you order a burger and the chef is like, yeah, this is a McDonald's patty. But if you just wait a bit, I, I could upgrade that to a Wagyu beef. And you're like, hmm. I
2: do like Wagyu. Okay. I do see,
1: like a Wagyu. See, I, I, I don't think that's a. The reason I don't know if that uh, analogy tracks <laughs> is because for a McDonald's patty to become a Wagyu beef patty, you need to outright exchange patties. You need to take away patty one and bring in patty two. You can't do that with a video game you've already <laughs> shipped. Like, the question is, what can you do to a McDonald's patty to make it taste or look or feel like something else? And the answer, perhaps, as we're about to get into, <laughs> is not that much. Um, yeah. But the yeah, main reason, because I'll be, for transparency, the main reason I thought it would be interesting to talk about this uh, patch 1.2 development insight is because. <laughs> I thought that they took a real risk in structuring this new story, <laughs> uh, the way they did. Given that how um, tentative everything around this game is at the moment, given how skeptical people are, and given how much is potentially riding on patch one point two delivering a fair amount of updates, not just in terms of behind the scenes stuff and crash fixes and stability yeah. improvements, but also like tangible improvements. Um, and for yeah, anyone cause this, sorry, sorry Joe, because this was meant to be like. One of the big patches,
0: right? That's like, yeah. like hey, the, the game's well, broken. This is one big. It was patch the Jan gonna and Feb fix... were going to be the big ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like and, this and, is um, going to fix so much shit, and well,
1: and some we after one point one point one, which is the January update. Some people came out and said I didn't notice anything different. Like nothing, yeah, noticeably changed. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, in the absence of uh the release of the patch and patch notes and anything sort of <laughs> full on in terms of describing what they're doing, they've done. An N54 news report uh, uh, where they (laughs) have outlined... Sorry, go for it.
0: Yeah, so just to clarify, an an in-game news channel.
1: Yeah. Where, again, they've outlined the problems with the game and what they are doing to fix them, all in-universe and Um, (laughs) in-character. And the easiest uh, example I can give, and this is a written article, by the way, this isn't a video, is... So one of the... uh, Uh, first changes that they're addressing in this article is the police response. Yeah. And what they're actually doing, to give it to you in black and white, is uh, they are decreasing the problem of NPCs spawning behind players' backs and creating an impression that it takes some time for the police to arrive at the crime scene after the crime has been reported. We've also added a recon drone unit to create the feeling of the police assessing the situation. That's from Patrick, lead gameplay designer, and Lukash the technical design coordinator at City Project Red. But if you read this article in chronological order, you get this. You heard right. The NCPD quick response team is under fire from concerned night citizens and corporations alike. The rapid deployment tactics they recently adopted forced mercenaries to think twice before pointing a gun at anyone, but will now be adjusted to give the other side some breathing room. We then get a uh, an on-the-scene report from Mike from Kabuki saying... My choom Jake was in a shootout with Tiger Claw's the other day when he missed and sh- missed a shot and hit a pedestrian on the other side of the street. In an instant, the NCPD swarmed upon him and put him down. It's like they appeared out of thin air right behind his back. Wow. So wow. this is what I thought was crazy. Like with everything going on with cyberpunk right now, we're taking a genuine technical problem that police units spawn out of thin air sometimes in plain sight. And we're getting in-universe fictional characters telling fake stories (laughs) where, like, they're almost trying to, like, come up with... I'm not suggesting they're coming up with in-universe excuses. I'm not going to go that far, but...
0: (sighs) It's just like taking the piss a bit, isn't it, when maybe they
1: should...
2: Yeah, this this is, like, the too soon thing. It's like when someone tells a joke about something and it's too soon, and you're like, you can't make a joke out of the shit, you need to fix it. And then you can make a joke. (laughs) Like,
0: it's weird doing like this. Get people's trust back. Yeah. But I, th- I think you're missing the the bigger kind of ugh, fucking warning sign for me is that the Night City Police Department is still going to be spawning in rather than the police are in the world and they are going about a routine. And if you happen to be caught in the... Like, but that's
2: true that's like true in any game right that there's I think the, the issue with Cyberpunk is that's cuz that's not the problem I don't think every game does that every game has police spawning they're not really driving around with a routine but yeah. other games do it better about making you I don't believe know, man. they like- have got a routine Cyberpunk didn't do it at all they just went look there's a policeman and you're like but he wasn't there a second ago so
0: yeah, but yeah. I think I think Jonesy, if you if you really want to go whole hog into like a wanted system and everything, it needs to be way more fleshed out. Like it does, fucking it hell, does. dude! Skyrim had when it launched, it had chickens that would see you pickpocketing people. <laughs> the chicken would walk to the guard, report your crime, and then that guard that was standing there would run to you and be like, "What are you? Stop right there! What are you doing?" like come on dude Skyrim could fucking do it like I think I think the, a decade ago yeah I think no, I think yeah. you're right but the, the, the problem for me with this I'm, like yes yes sorry yes Th- things are going to spawn in because they need like oh the cop is on the street it sees you it needs to call in reinforcements but what are they doing like, oh it's a drone
2: yeah, they, they yeah. can't exactly. They What I was going to say was that it doesn't... If, I don't mind them spawning in. If they spawn in round the corner and then they stand there frozen for 10 seconds and then they come around <laughs> the corner, I that's fine because my brain thinks, oh, the police have been called and they're on their way. Like, I'm happy with that yeah, as an illusion. Yeah, sure, sure. But the problem for me with Cyberpunk is more the issue of um and it, and it goes back to some of the problems they had the with the witcher 3 is a lot of their fixes on are, are sort of like just trying to cover over the crap with some workarounds they're not actually fixing problems yeah. they're just like they're just what, doing what workarounds that? and it doesn't
0: what is that fucking folktale was it like fucking Heidi or some shit where she's plugging the the holes in the dam in fucking amsterdam like in the Netherlands or some shit? What was it? I don't, I don't know, mate. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like the dam is springing a leak and there's a hole and she puts the finger in the hole. Not like that. Pinch yeah. And stops the leak. But then another one pops up. It's, also, right. it's like a fucking Looney Tunes thing that they always used to fucking do. And eventually you've got Bugs Bunny there with like all his fingers in the holes and his ears. It's like you're putting, putting a plaster over one wound. But as soon as you do that, because there's so much pressure behind the thing you're trying to patch up, it just makes another split or
1: another hole, right? Yeah, that's what it feels but, like with this. It just seems then, like it's all fucking. But pastures. that's what I mean. This goes back to what I was saying right at the beginning, which is like this is not a conversation <laughs> about can you replace the McDonald's patty with the Wagyu steak. This is a conversation <laughs> yeah. about the fact that the McDonald's patty is here to stay. Like, there's nothing yeah. they can do. And even if you, if we go back to the direct quote from a CD Projekt Red employee about the way they're changing the police system, it go they go. It should decrease the problem of NPCs spawning behind the player's back and create an impression yeah. that it takes some time for the police to arrive at yeah. the crime scene. Yeah. So even they're admitting like they, their AI system, their police system, is their police system. They cannot, at this stage, fundamentally yeah. pull it out and insert something completely new. What they have to do is, like you said, plaster over the cracks and yeah. create an impression that things are happening differently. How? By increasing the distance from which those police units spawn out of thin air so that you don't see them at first and at least for a couple of seconds afterwards too, I presume. So yeah. it feels like a more natural response. Yeah. But it's still a completely bizarre, unnatural man. system. So I think bizarre. what
2: the one thing that sort of... <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if it like gives me hope, but Cyberpunk at its core, like I think when you play it and some of the things you interact with in that game are very good, like the writing and the story, I really enjoyed. And I was like, I want more of this. The visuals for me were nowhere near where I expected them to be on the playing backwards compatibility mode, which is why I want to wait for next gen. So, so if they yeah. manage to patch and add stuff to the on top of the patty, as you were saying, Jamie, that gets me far enough <laughs> down that line. A couple of
1: slices of American cheese.
2: Yeah, like if they dump some de- <laughs> if they dump some American cheese, some good sauce in there, some lettuce and some other stuff, and then I can enjoy it. It might not be Wagyu beef, but it can still be really tasty. The issue for me right. is can they get there like and that's still a massive question and i think yeah. it's well it's, it's it's still a massive question like these impressions and these like using things to trick you and these sort of is it enough is it going to be enough and can they do enough of it the, the, well, this,
1: uh, this, uh, yeah i was, okay. was going to say like uh, on the on the just on the theme of how bizarre this uh, sort of whole <laughs> article was there's actually one more thing i wanted to call attention to which is basically uh the second patch they've outlined is uh a an update to the driving model uh They've said that they analyzed feedback that's suggesting that suggested that players were having issues with the speed of steering, especially uh with p c players player trying to steer on keyboards or yeah. people having um an issue with uh steering at lower frame rates of course, when you create an update that tries to adjust the driving model so that it's easier to control at lower frame rates, you have to acknowledge that your game sometimes <laughs> suffers from lower frame rates. But again, <laughs> they're doing this in-universe. So what you've got is this Channel 54 News reporter saying, um, blah, 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 something about roadkill, uh, blah, 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 blah. Soon, the mandatory update will allow for better synchronization between the Crystal Dome system and the vehicle, resulting in a more fluid driving experience, even when the image—excuse me—even when the image signal skips a frame or two. So now you've got an in-universe news reporter trying to—again, I'm not suggesting that they're actually <coughs> claiming it's an excuse, but saying that frame rate drops that we're experiencing as a result of poor optimization relate to image signal skips from a crystal dome system in universe yeah it, it's just it's it's kind of i'm 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 guys, my, my guys, mind my mind it's, it's someone thought it's this was not a, a good glitch idea. it's not a glitch it's a feature all
0: right <laughs> it's not a bug it's a feature
2: this this sounds like the result um, of a meet of a meeting where someone too high up the food chain who who is you know thinks their opinion is better than it really is who just had some ideas about we'll put it in the world and, and people will think it's funny it's like no dude people want you to fix the game uh, yeah and then yeah. they you, you, can you got it right. can't have a sense of Jonesy. humor around this game no.
0: no jonesy's fucking nailed it well you know what this is this is cocaine talk
2: <laughs> <laughs> i got it guys this will make everyone happy
0: no it won't <laughs>
1: yeah. The the last thing i'll say before we move on is that this, uh, again, it's called development insight into patch 1.2. So it's yeah. not encompassing everything that's going to be in patch 1.2. These are not patch notes. but sure, You this. should fucking hope so, because there's only four fucking things <laughs> well, that they're talking about. I was going to say, they're talking about four things. We've talked about two of them already. NPC, uh, the Night City Police Department response time yeah. and the fact that they're making uh, police officers spawn further away. Yeah. A tweak in the driving model so that steering is easier at lower frame rates. Yeah. Patch number three is that essentially uh, cars can get stuck. For example, they gave they showed a clip of someone, you know, like little ramps that might be on the edge of yeah, a freeway, on the yeah. middle of a freeway, the, that being perfectly in the middle of the car. So it's almost like stuck beach. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can now rock the car backwards and forwards and side to side to get it out of those situations. And change number four. <laughs> That's not a good fix. Four, change number For four sake. is that now the Dodge action that was uh, previously uh, uh, bound to double tapping the movement key, can be unbound. It can be turned off. Headline. So, Headline news. So one of the four changes that they're outlining in this early sneak preview of Patch 1.2 is the ability to unbind a certain control. That is what we're. That's where we're at. at the it's moment. Co-
0: cocaine talking. That's, what that's we're where telling.
1: we're at at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll be honest. I, I, I'm I'm somewhat <laughs> flabbergasted that this is even a thing. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. I'm sh- yeah. shocked that the same people who have been through everything they've been through for the past four months, five months, deservedly or not, yeah. thought that this was a good idea. But do you remember when we talked about this
2: last year and we said, um, will, or maybe it was early in the year, but we said, will patch one and two do enough to get it to where people want it? And I think yeah. we all said, no, of course not. But there were people who <laughs> genuinely said online after the february patch it will be where it needed to be on release and it was like that is we don't think the game will ever be there and there are people who are legitimately saying a couple of patches are going to fix yeah
1: it. but there are also people out there do you remember a few months ago that there was this uh big sort of quote unquote leak where a person came out claiming to be a former developer and they outlined the state of the game and they said yeah. oh there's a a big underground subway right. system that got cut out oh of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah um and amongst the other stuff they said they claimed, for example, that there was a good, solid working version of the police AI right. that got ripped out and replaced with this temporary thing and it will get swapped back. They also claimed that uh, the game was being like completely reworked for PS5 and Xbox Series X and was running really well. There are some people, even though that, that got widely dismissed and CD Projekt Red even came out and gave its own individual tweet saying, hey, this is fucking bullshit. Like This is complete <laughs> fan fiction. There are some people who still genuinely believe that that post was real and that people like CD Project Red and journalists like Jason Trier were trying to cover up the truth because it would looked bad. There are some people who get their tinfoil hat so firmly on they can't take it back off and they believe whatever they want to believe when it comes to games like this. Why? Because they've been invested in it for years.
3: They spent yeah, that $60
1: yeah. fucking back in 2012 or 2013 or whatever, whenever that initial <laughs> uh, animation came out. And the fact that this thing wasn't everything they believed it could be, or everything they wanted it to be, blows their blows their minds. It's, yeah, and, yeah, I, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 there's a weird thing with that because I'm. If you've played RPGs, <laughs> if you've played Bethesda
2: games, if you've played like Fallout Three or whatever, yeah, you know that RPGs can be janky as fuck.
0: Like, and yeah, you can still sure, have a great time. Sure. Part part and parcel. Dude. But it's,
2: yes, those people, like you said, Jamie, that that they they just they go one step too far. And you're like,
1: okay. I'm, I bought the, in. I, I, like, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to say it. There are people, patrons of this, uh, of this podcast, and I know they are <laughs> because they're on the Discord, who get invested in conspiracy theories about what's really going on around these games. That believe yeah. that... Like, Fucking posts like that one that went viral are accurate, and so on and so forth. Oh, well, and come on now, I, lo- I love I love like, a good conspiracy. <laughs> I love that. Um, can, yeah. can, can, <laughs> can, can I can I can I say something that might shatter these the, the earth for these people? Come <laughs> <Go> on, <laughs> you know how we all take the piss out of fucking 50, 60 year old women who spend too long on Facebook and start believing conspiracy theories as a result, yeah. and basically Yuck. become Karens from the from, from in front of their computer. Karen and on. Yeah, you are the gaming version. Of yeah. fucking conspiracy theory mums like that. When you start looking <laughs> at that leak and everything that person who claimed to be a CDPR employee said, and when it got denied, you said, oh, they're just covering it up. They're just trying to save face. <laughs> if you're one of those people, you are the gaming version of the Facebook mum. G anon, yeah? Yeah. Gannon, <gasps> Gannon, like it is in... Just take your tinfoil hat off for two seconds, saw- bro, like the game can be bad i suppose in some
2: sense i suppose (laughs) that you can believe that sort of stuff whilst still not going too far. it's almost like fun to believe it and you don't necessarily believe it but yeah i think if you if you're wedded to stuff like that and even after it's obviously not true then yeah maybe maybe just take a breath maybe just reevaluate the the game the situation and say maybe not maybe not
1: yeah you know yeah or like the, the people who believe like the hack was on purpose or like that they hack oh, like, hacked themselves, or that the, that they hacked themselves, <laughs> or that they made the hack up to buy themselves more time. Like, I get it. Sometimes it's fun to engage in rumors <laughs> like that. I'm,
2: I'm, do you know I've I love engaging with shit like that, so I'm not even gonna say anything about those people. I like to think that I take my tinfoil hat off though after I put it on. It's not wedged on
1: firmly, Jonesy. But, but then I can ask you this, Jonesy: Do you believe that CD Projekt Red, like, made up, fabricated that attack? that hack, to burn themselves more time for what they knew would be the inevitable delay of patch point. I think maybe, you know, there's a good... No, of course not. Like, no. There's, <laughs> if they couldn't...
2: There's no way that that time they would have gained would have made any difference to what they were doing in the first place. Like, no, it was absolutely someone hacked them and they stole it. No, of course not.
3: There's yeah, but go.
0: you also kind of think to yourself that they they did it to themselves by... Like, we said it at the time. It's like, why come out and outline your... your year plan of saying... Patch 1.1 1. 1 is this time. Patch 1.2 is this time. Even though it was ballpark, they, they haven't hit any of them. It's, it's exactly like, what they did with the game. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. This is
2: what I was saying earlier in the podcast. Like, I'm genuinely worried for the state of video games in general now. They're so big. They're so expansive. They cover all... They're they they're like markets places in, a, of the, in and of themselves. They're not just like a game on a disc that you sell and someone buys and plays. Yeah. And now, and I think we're not ready for... It feels like we're in a transition period where we're not ready. We can't judge how long these things take. And then you throw in um, like yeah, COVID or whatever. But you know, when I was a kid, I was always, I'd spend my money and my dad would be like, you're not going to have enough money for that thing you wanted at that time, like that video game. And I'd say, that's right, because I'll save up like the next few months. And he'll say, yeah, but you were going to do that now. And then you spent your money because something came along. And i was like, yeah, once this is gone, it's fine, because then I'll just save up. And he was like, something always comes along. <laughs> and he's yeah. absolutely right and with video games it's like you say yeah but this won't get delayed because um, X, Y, Z it's like something will always come along you, you need to account for that and I think it's what it seems what like they don't do they just always say ah we'll get it out next year it's like you won't <laughs> you definitely <laughs> yeah. won't but there you go yeah
0: well, well anyway uh, well guys something that definitely won't be coming out this year <laughs> to something that might be I don't know uh the new Switch model. Now, we've spoken about this before, okay? So a Switch Pro Super Switch, a Switch 64, whatever you want to fucking call it, it's, uh, the, it's a rumor that just won't go away. Confirmed rumor, so there you go. But talk about how we had previously said, or at least I had, that I was super skeptical about 4K as being a capability for a Switch Pro. Well, the... Confirmed rumors these days is that um Nvidia's DLSS technology could help make that 4K a reality. And the last time we spoke about it, I did say, okay, well, maybe if there's no ray tracing and maybe if there's no anti-aliasing, <laughs> then yeah, maybe they could get to 4K. But DLSS, maybe a better CPU and some increased memory, some, you know, bandwidth trickery and maybe it'll all work out. Who knows? But there's also a release window attached to this, which is Holiday 2021. No fucking surprises there. But it is rumored to be launching with a host of new games that potentially only the new games can take advantage of the new unlocked resolution, the DLSS. Is it going to be true? Probably. I'm still kind of skeptical about 4K at a usable 4K. Let me caveat that. Because sure, anyone could put out 4K, but if it runs at five frames a second, it's not 4K, is it? Um, DLSS is a really cool technology and it could make it a reality. I can admit to that. But yeah, just a a bit of an interesting kind of addition to our Switch Pro discussion. Also rumored to be $100 more expensive, fellas. What do you think
1: about that? That's pricey. Um, It's pricey, (laughs) pricey. but I also think maybe even know that I am an idiot and, uh, and that if some kind of Switch Pro, uh, a new pumped up Switch came out, especially yeah. if it came out alongside a game like Breath of the Wild 2, whatever oh. it's called, I would buy it. So that's probably why they're releasing it, right? Because people like me exist. I don't, well, Where well, the- are you guys at with it? Would you buy this thing later this year?
0: I, I don't. Honestly, I I've... I've been an early adopter of a lot of Nintendo stuff. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would, purely because of how little I've been using my Switch in the past two years. Right, fair enough. Even with Breath of the Wild 2 coming out, right? It'll still be playable on a normal Switch, I presume, because it would be mad if yes. it didn't.
1: At 20 um, frames a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the kicker, right? But like, am I willing to spend $350 for the sequel to one of the best games ever made? Actually, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I'd need to have a job and I'd need to have the money for it. So <laughs> yeah. at the moment, it's a hard time. I think for me, because you guys are in a different position, PS5 is more front and center than a Switch Pro. That makes total sense. Purely because I've got a Switch, right? Like if I want to play Breath of the Wild 2, I can just, yeah. yeah, as you said, in That's as long as, yeah. as it runs no, like mud, as long as I'm okay with it running I, like mud.
1: I really hope Nintendo would, through pulling scumbag moves when it comes to performance of new titles on, <laughs> theoretically, on hardware they've just decided to make old. Like, yeah. to make yeah. a piece of hardware redundant or almost redundant just on a whim, I think that yeah. totally sucks. I hope they don't do that. Yeah.
2: It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one for me because um, I think the Switch, one of the, the benefits of it in Nintendo in general is where the price point is usually means that it can be a system alongside your like main console and you can use it for the, yeah, the portability totally. and everything. As soon as they get to the bracket of like, you know, $350 or whatever, I start to struggle with the pricing there. Cause I'm like, what am I not getting so that I can have a switch? And like Chris said, my four year old plays my switch like vastly more than I do. I mean, I barely touch it. So, uh, and he does not give a toss about 4k. So, um, I, I won't be picking one up. Um, and even when you're talking about games like breath of the wild that it was a good game but do i really want to spend that much to play the sequel to that game that i didn't even finish like no i don't i don't want to
1: <laughs> madman madman great yeah. but, say, but then but then josie actually makes a very good point which is that like i was reading some chitter chatter about this on twitter earlier. yeah between some chitter chatter sort of like, on twitter twitter chitter chatter yes um that was harder to say than i thought it would be um <laughs> It was between sort of like some analysts, but also like there's a guy I follow who works for the MPD and kind of tracks sales and stuff like that. And he was saying initially that he was surprised at the timing of this because he felt as though Nintendo didn't need this at the moment with the way they are um, kind of done, you know, the trajectory oh, they're on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, they don't, right? Yeah. And uh, there was another guy who was kind of talking to him who was basically saying that what happens with a lot of these uh, consoles, and certainly what happened with the, uh, the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X, uh, these sort of halfway generation consoles that are also a step up in performance is they're actually not designed to increase the install base or the user base of the console itself. They're actually targeted and end up out of the gate, at least being mostly bought by people who already own one version of that console. And what it ends up doing is it actually makes them more engaged in that console and more likely to stay in that ecosystem and more money to put, yeah, more likely to put more money into that ecosystem Uh, for a longer period of time, and you get an elongated generation where spending is up. Um, But what they didn't talk about is the point that Jonesy just made, which is how many people do you know consider the Switch their primary platform? I don't know anyone that considers the Switch their primary platform. It's the B platform for almost everyone, right? Yeah. And how surely that's got to have an effect on the likelihood of someone being willing to spend that much more money on a console that if history repeats itself, they probably already own. Yeah. Interesting.
2: It gets a weird point as well, that um, because you talk about it as being a dock system or like a handheld system. um, I suppose, but they haven't, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be the same with the new, with the pro, like it's going to work in the same way. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, entirely but then
2: you get to a weird point of like sure it's got 4k it's got dlss um you know you've got you can have all these pretty games on it but if you're then playing it docked all the time you kind of get away from the the only reason i bought it was because it was a mobile system that i could carry around and i could take with me on the train and i could take on the you know i could take to work with me i could do other things with the idea of spending you know like 350 quid on something that is now like, but you can play it at home, 4K, DLSS. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going like to. I'm, I'm just going to play it handheld, yeah. so it's not enough for me to... Yeah. I,
1: and... I
2: wonder about the DLSS thing. Do you, would you guys know, could they patch in um, the, the DLSS into older games on that system? So if you've already owned games on the Switch, is that a thing they could do?
0: <sighs> the, according to the rumour, it's only new games will utilise the DLSS. Right
1: yeah like apparently requires some amount of code that means that old games can't automatically take advantage of it yeah. i guess like maybe if someone really went back to an old game and put in the work and released a patch patch it yeah pat- maybe like, potentially but but I you see know.
3: like uh, it, no love to Pro. churn those
1: old titles <laughs>
3: Nintendo, uh, no they like enough, to charge. But-
1: they like they like to charge more money for them.
3: that's what I mean. Yeah, but exactly. like,
2: if, if they start selling Switch Pro versions of Switch games, full price games, oh. and all they've done is add the code, but but, but, but they yeah. start using DLSS yeah. as like a marketing title, the marketing, of, yeah.
1: So like instead of like they move on from HD, and it's like now it's like <laughs> the Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword DLSS. 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 But this you. But that that but that's exactly right though, right? Because
0: they are just now saying, oh yeah, look, we've remastered this, and it's an HD. Yeah. And are they all going to go whole whole hog on 4K? I'm still a bit skeptical. I've I've
3: sold it, mate. Sorry to
2: interrupt you, but you, because I think you guys were saying rumored to release with Breath of the Wild 2. It's rumored to, I think it's going to release with Breath of the Wild 4K DLSS version. (laughs) I think that's... 4K DLSS,
0: yeah. 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 Look, the only thing that that would make sense for me for a Switch Pro, why I would buy it, is not for it to pump out 4K, but for it to be a much more kind of robust system. So... Even if it target's at, say, 1440p, and then it, uh, the frame rate goes up to, like, 120. Like, frame rate is more usable than 4K. Who cares about 4K, really? Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, especially in right. of the Switch, for sure.
0: I, I'm, I'm, in terms of when it comes to playing a game, like, yeah. frame rate. Give me I'm frame ni- rate. 90, Give me I'm responsiveness.
1: 90, I'm 95% handheld on the Switch anyway, and it's remaining 720p yeah. on there, just with yeah. OLED now. I, I play it. I yeah. play yeah. it. And, really and OLED's fun, cool.
0: New. I play it handheld, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, we've got to wrap this up, unfortunately. I do apologize. But we need a code word for today, and I think I've got one. Oh, nice. Bo- Born Again Pervert, the Alex Jones story. Born Again Pervert. Sure. Yeah. I think Born Again Pervert is quite nice. I like that. I like
2: it. I like it. I like it. It's, uh, yeah. Some might say that it's intriguing.
1: <laughs> or intriguing. <laughs> Fucking hell. If anyone comments the word intriguing, you're banned. Um, I, yeah, I might. Like, can you block people on YouTube? <laughs> no. Stop them watching. No. Videos? Plus, we need all the views we can get. So no. No, bad I any. don't care. I don't care. They're gone. Uh, also, <laughs> if they got. Also, people
2: mind. could drop that. What do you call it, Chris? The question mark and the exclamation mark. Interbangs. Inter- drop your bangs in the comments. So yeah, let's get some interbangs on the go.
0: And there you go. All right. And with that, I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Jamie and Jonesy
3: and myself. And with that, we'll see you perverts next week. <laughs> see ya.